Shalom, how y'all doing? Um, this is the Stevenson family, and today, and this this is gonna be the Torah portion. So this is Torah portion week two. Sorry, we already did week one. I didn't think about doing it last week, but here we go. Torah portion week two, um, and this one is called um, I'm gonna call this uh, week of Noah or Noah, and we're reading Genesis chapter six verse nine through Genesis chapter 11 verse 32 half Torah we're going to read Isaiah 51 54 verse 1 through Isaiah 55 verse 5 and for the gospel we're going to be reading out of book of Luke chapter 17 verses 20 through 27 all right with that being said we're going to get started all right let me get to book of Genesis and we're going to be 6 verse 9 and it read as these are the generations of Noah Noah was a just man and perfect in his generation and Noah walked with Al Yua and Noah begot three sons Shem Ham and Japheth the earth also was corrupt before Al Yua and the earth was filled with violence and Al Yua looked upon the earth and behold it was corrupt for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth and Al Yua said unto Noah or Noach the end of all flesh is come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. That's crazy. So he said he was going to destroy them with the earth. So he already destroyed the earth one time. And then verse 14, make thee an ark of gopher wood. Room shalt thou make in the ark, and shalt pitch it within and without with pitch. And this is the fashion which thou shalt make it of. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits. That is... First off, you know what I learned? 30 cubits is very tall. It's very, very big. Like, it, it's, it's a giant that was 30 cubits was, like, bigger than my house. It was, like... Almost as big as a, 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 you know, like a corporate two or three story building. Like a giant was very, very big. And that was only 30 cubits. This is 300 cubits. That's like football field times three. So three football fields, probably, probably a little, maybe a little smaller or maybe a little bigger. Um, I have to find that part out. But, um, 300 cubic. So that think about that. That's very, very large. That makes the Titanic look like nothing. The breadth of it, the breadth of it, 50 cubic. That's 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 like the width of it. So the length is 300, right? 300 cubits, and the width is 50 cubits. That's large. And the height of it. Is 30 cubits, so that go your 30. That's the that's the height of a giant. A window shall thou make to the ark, and in a cubit shall thou finish it ab above, and the door of the ark shall thou set in the side thereof with lower second, and the third story shall thou make it. Verse 17. And behold, I, even I, or in the Hebraic word or Yahudi Yath word, and behold, Ani, 
even Ani, do bring a flood of waters above upon the earth to destroy all flesh, wherein is the breath of life. Amona. That's not Amona. It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, Kaya. That's life. And even waters in the Hebraic word is is ma. It's the M, you know, the, the alphabet M. That's what water is. Um, life. From under heaven, Shamayim, and everything that is in the arete, the earth, shall die. But with thee will I establish my covenant, and, and thou shalt come into the, the ark, thy and thy sons and thy wife and the sons' wives with thee. So each one of those sons had a wife. Because he said the son's wives. But you know, in church and even in movies, they make it that the sons basically, it was, they was too young to have kids, right? Like they didn't have wives, but right here it clearly says that in thy son's wives. That's plural. Verse 19. And, and of every living thing of all flesh, two of every sort shall thou bring into the ark to keep them alive with thee. Thy shall be male and female, of fall of fowls after the kinds, and the cattle after their kinds, and every keeping, creeping thing of the earth of the red after that of his kind. Two of every sort shall come unto thee to keep them alive, and take thou unto thee of all food that is eaten, and thou shalt gather it to thee, and it shall be for food for thee and for them. Thus did Noah or Noah according to all that Alua commanded him, so did he. Alright, now we're going to chapter seven. And Yahuwah said unto Noah or Noah, Come thy though thy and all thy house into the ark, for thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. Hold on, y'all. Alright, sorry about that. We back. Alright. Um let me reread verse one. And Yahuwah said unto Noah, or Noah, come thy and all thy house into the ark, for thee, for thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. So in that generation, just like today, there was righteousness found only in one man and his house. Everybody else completely was, as the scripture says, they was corrupt. All right, we back, folks. Verse two. Of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by sevens, the male and his female, and of the beasts that, that are not clean by two, the male and his female. So basically every clean beast, which is basically, you know, like, like everything, if you was to eat any, any animal, right? That is the clean animal. Just like, uh, if you was to eat chicken. So they took seven of those, male and female, right? And everything that was unclean, you know, in religion and in church, they told us that they took two by two. But yet they forgot and failed to mention that they took seven, right? Verse two, starting over, of every clean beast that shall take two, the by sevens. So if you got seven males, you got seven females. And everything that was unclean, that was two by two. Male and female. Of fowls also of the air by sevens, the male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of the earth. Alright, so 
Read verse 3 over because if if you still haven't caught on to what's going on, verse 3 of foul also of the air by sevens. So every type of bird, right? That was of the air, every every different species, whether you got the blue jay, the red jay, the whatever bird it was, each one of those was by sevens. So you had seven males, seven females. Sevens, the male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of the earth, of the wreck. For yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days, forty nights. If y'all don't understand what that means, nights and days are two separate things. So even the movie 40 Nights and 40 Days, literally 40 days and 40 nights, those are two separate things. Uh, where was I at? Reverse 4 again. For yet seven days and upon the face of the earth, for yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights. And every living substance that I have made, I will destroy from off the face of the earth. So everything that was corrupt, yeah, it's gone. And Noah, or Noah, did according unto all that Yahuwah commanded him. And Noah, or Noah, was six hundred years old when the flood of waters was upon the earth so he was already old so you can imagine think about this some old senile dude that you think is senile come to you and say you know it's the end of the earth the earth is coming to an end everybody thinks that those people are crazy because they old oh no nah, he's dementia he he has this he has that <laughs> come on man noah showed exactly what's going on in this time and this day just because you get old, it don't mean that you see now or you crazy. It actually means that now you're you're discerned enough and you're 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 patient enough so the father can actually speak to you without you ripping and running. See, we young. If we ask, we pray for stuff. We 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 gotta we gotta try to do it ourselves. But when you get old, you don't have time to do all that. You can actually give him a chance. All right. Um. Verse 7, and Noah or Noah went in and, the, and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood of the clean beasts of the, <clears throat> and the beasts that are not clean and of the fowls and everything that creepeth upon the earth. There went into and two and there went into and two unto Noah or Noah into the ark, the male and the females as y'all. As Al-Yuah had commanded Noah or Noah, and it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were upon the earth, or the rock. In the 600th year of Noah, or Noah's life, or um, Kayah, in the second month, in the 17th day of the month, the same day where all the fountains of the great depth broke, broken up up. And the windows of Shamayim or heaven were open. And the rain was upon the earth forty days and forty nights. And in the self same day entered Noah or Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth and the sons of Noah and Noah's wife and the three wives of his sons with them into the ark. That's crazy. 
They and every beast after his kind, and all the cattle after their kind, and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth after his kind, and every fowl after his kind, and every bird of every sort. And they went into the, uh, they went in unto the ark. Noah's they went in unto Noah or Noah into the ark. Two and two of all flesh, wherein is the breath of Kaya. And well, breath of life. And they that went in went in male and female of all flesh. And Yahuwah had commanded him, and Yah and Yahuwah shut him in. And the flood was forty days upon the earth. A red and the wa and the waters increased and bare upon the ark. And it was Kaya or no, my bad. And it was lift and it was lift up above the earth. Or the rut. And the waters prevailed and were increased greatly upon the earth, all right. And the ark went up into the face of the waters, and the waters prevailed exceedingly, exceedingly upon the earth. And all the all the high hills that were under the whole shamayims or heaven were covered. Fifteen cubits upward did the waters prevail, and the mountains were covered. Wow. That mean Mount Everest wasn't even, it was, it was, it was gone. And all the flesh died that moved upon the earth, both of fowl and of cattle and of beast and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth and every man. Everything that was corrupt, it was gone. All in whose nostrils was the breath of Kaya or life of all that was in the dry land died. And every living substance was and every living substance was destroyed which was upon the face of the of the ground both man and cattle and of the creeping things and of the fowl of the heaven or shamayim and they were destroyed from the earth or red and noah or noach only remained alive and they that were with him in the ark and the waters prevailed upon the earth in 150 days chapter 8 and now you will rem remember Noah or Noah and every living thing and all the cattle that was with him in the ark. And now you have made a wind to pass over the earth and the waters at, <laughs> as waged. The fountains also of the deep and the window of the of the heavens or Shamayins were stopped. And the rain from Shamayim was restrained or from the heavens was restrained. And the waters returned from of the earth cont continually. And after the end of the hundred and fifty days, the waters were, ab ab what's that word, abated? And the ark rested in the seventh month of the seventeenth day of the month upon the mountain of Ararat. What's, what's that saying, Yoas? Oh, okay. Ararat. You got the same thing. I thought it was say something different. And the waters decrease continually until the tenth month. In the tenth month of the first day of the month, where the uh, where the top of the mountain seen. So basically, in the seventeenth month, the, my bad. The seventh month of the seventeenth day. Okay, so. 
the 17th day of the month upon the mountains of Iraq. So basically, in the seventh month, the 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 seventh month of the seventeenth day, the 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 ark basically rested upon this mountain, right? And then the waters decreased. Basically, the waters were constantly just going down. So in put it like this: in the seventh month, right? It took three months for the water to even show the for the waters to even show the mountains so that means that the waters were 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 what's the word sub, 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 what's the, how you say that sub, sub, substantially 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 above the mountains and I, like it, ex, extraordinarily high up in the sky and it took three months for the waters just to come down and show the peaks of the mountains. Right? Verse 6 says, And it came to pass at the end of the 40th of the 40 days that Noah or Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made. And he sent forth a raven, which went. That's another thing. You know, in, in, in church and everything, they say that he sent forth a dove. And even in the cartoons and stuff, that he sent a dove. And he didn't send a dove, he sent a raven. Right? It came past the 40 days that Noah opened the window of the ark which he had made. Verse 7, and he sent forth a raven which went forth to, to and fro until the waters were dried up from the, from up off the earth. Also, he sent forth a dove, here go the dove right here, from him to see if the waters were uh, abated from off the face of the ground. So they only say the dove. They never mentioned the raven. Why? Verse 9. But the dove found no rest for the sole of her feet. And she returned unto him unto the ark for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. Then he put forth his hand and took her and put her into him into the ark. And he stayed yet over seven days, and again he sent forth the dove out of the ark. And the dove came in to him in the evening, and lo, in her mouth was an olive leaf plucked off. So Noah knew that the waters were abated from off the earth, and he stayed yet another seven days. Why would he say seven days? Why, why, not, why not ten? Why not six? Why not five? Why not three? Right? And sent forth the dove, which returned not again unto him any more. Well, y'all know what that means. And it came to pass in the six hundred and the first year. Remember, he was six hundred. You know, in the first month, in the first day of the month, the waters were dried up from off the earth, and Noah or Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked, and behold, the face of the ground was dry. That's crazy. And in the second month, on the seventh and twentieth day of the month, was the earth dried. And Alua spake and spake unto Moses or Noah, saying, Go forth of the ark, thy and thy wife, and thy sons, and thy son's wife with thee. Bring forth thee. Verse 17. Bring forth with thee 
every living thing that is with thee, and all flesh, both of fowl and of cattle, and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, that they may breed abundantly in the earth, and be fruitful and multiply upon the earth. And Noah or Noah went forth, and his sons, and his and and his wife, and his sons' wives with him. Every beast, every creeping thing, and every fowl, and 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 whatsoever creepeth upon the earth after their kind went forth out the ark. And Noah and Noah or Noah built an altar unto Yahuwah, and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offering on the altar. And Yahuwah smelled a sweet savory and yahoo said in his heart i will not again curse the grounds anymore for man's sake for the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth neither will i again smite anymore every living thing as i have done <laughs> while the earth remaineth seed time and the harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. Verse, uh, I said verse, chapter nine. And are you a Baruch, Noah? Baruch, and as y'all say, blessed, and his sons, and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth, and the fear of you. And the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth, and of and upon every fowl of the earth, upon all the upon all that moveth upon the earth, and upon all the fish of the sea. Into your hand, all oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. Into your hand are the delivered, are they delivered? Every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you. Every even as the green herb. Have I given you all things, but flesh with the life thereof, which is the blood thereof, shall ye not eat. So anything, if you go, if you eat flesh, that means the blood should not, for all y'all who like y'all meat to have just a little bit of blood in it, rarely, what's the word, rare, rare, uh, you know, when medium or rare done, or how you say that, um, that is an abomination, because you still... Just because she dropped her phone. Hmm. Okay. That that that's 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 an abomination, right? And surely your blood of your lives will I require. At the hands of every beast will I require it. And at the hand of man, at the hand of every man's brother will I require the life of man. Whoso Sheddeth man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For in the image of Al you were made, he man. And you be ye fruitful and multiply, bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply therein. And Al you were spake unto Noah or Noah and to his sons with him, saying, And I behold, I establish my covenant with you and with your seed after you. And with every living creature that is with you, of the fowl and of, of the fowl of the cattle of every beast of the earth with you, from all that go out of the ark, that every beast of the earth, alright. And I will establish my covenant with you, 
Neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of the of a flood. Neither shall there any more be a flood to destroy the earth. And all you have said, this is the token of the covenant which I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for the perpetual generation. I do set my bow in the clouds and it shall be for a token of covenant between me and the earth. Alright, and it shall come to pass when I bring a cloud over the earth that that bow shall be seen in the cloud and I will remember my covenant which I which is between me and you and every living creature of, of, of all flesh and the water shall no more become a flood to destroy all flesh and to and the bow shall be in the clouds and I will look upon it. That I will, that I may remember the everlasting covenant between Alua and every living creature of all flesh that is upon the earth. And Alua said unto Noah, or Noah, this is the token of of the covenant which I have established between me and all flesh that is upon the earth, or earth. And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And Ham is the is, is the father the father of Canaan. There are three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. And Noah began to be an, an husbandman, and he planted a vineyard. And he drank of, one, of the wine and was drunken, and he was uncovered with his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his brethren without, and Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon both the shoulders and went backwards and covered the nakedness of the, of their father and their face were backwards and they saw not their father's nakedness and Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his young sons had had done unto him and he said cursed be Canaan and ser a servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren oh wow And he said, Baruch be Al-Yuah, I mean Yahuwah Al-Yuah of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. And Al-Yuah said, Shall enlarge Japheth, and he shall dwell in the tents of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. And Noah lived after the flood 300 and, hmm, 350 years. And all the days of Noah were 950 years, and he died. You are harsh, Noah. I know you're not supposed to uncover your father's nakedness, but you didn't. Like, explain that. Okay, let's, let me go back. Where were we Just at? 22. 22. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brethren... So Cain's father saw his nakedness and then had his two brothers cover him without looking at him. And then he cursed his son to be their servants. Yeah. Making sure I'm understanding. Well, because, he, think about it. His brothers seen it instead of his brothers, you know, laughing or, or telling anything else. They, his brothers basically covered him up. They covered his nakedness. 
he saw it instead of him being like, you know what, that's my dad. Let me let me get over here and cover him up. He said, nah, let me go tell them that this nigga out here naked. So Noah, seeing what he had done, said, you know what? And I said, told his brethren without. Yeah. So without you, instead of you doing what what you should have been doing and just being a man about it, you got to kid yourself. Be a man about it. Now I'm with it. All right. This is chapter 10. And then we got... No, I'm going to let you read 11. Or you can read 10. Or, nah, like, I'm good. I'm good. If I if I feel weak, I'm, I'm going to pass it over. Let you know. All right. This is... This is chapter 10 of Genesis. And it's read as... Now these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And unto them were sons born after the flood. And the sons of Japheth, Gomar, Magog, Mad Madai, and Javan, and Dubal, and Meshach, and Tares. And the sons of Gomar, Ashakin, Ashokanaz, and Rapaath, and to Gamar, and the sons of Javan, Elishaha, and Tarshish, Ketim, and Dudanami. I'm sorry if I slaughtered those names, forgive me. By these were the isles of the Gentiles divided in the lands, every one after his tongue, after the families in their nations. And the sons of Ham, of Ham Cush, and Mazrim and Paut, uh, Fahut, and Canaan, and the sons of Cush, Sheb Shabah, and Havalah, and Shabatah, and Rahamah, and Shabataek, or Shabataka, and the sons of Ramah, Shabah, and Daban, and Cush begot Nimrod. Oh, wow. He began to be a mighty one in the Aret, and he was a mighty hunt a hunter. Huh? I'm a warrior and hunter. Yeah, that, that's, that's, yeah. And he was a warrior and a hunter before Yahuwah. Wherefore, it it is said, even as Nimrod, the mighty hunter before Yahuwah. And the beginning of his kingdom was ba Babylon. When y'all hear, anytime y'all hear the word Nimrod, especially in the scriptures, that's, Babylon is ancient. It's an ancient, ancient nation. And we'll get to that later. And began of the kingdom was Babel and Erech and the Akkads and the Kalana in the land of Shinar. Out of the land went forth ashore and builded Nineveh. And the city was Rehoboth and Kala'ah. And the Resin between Nineveh and Kala'ah, the same is a greater city. Uh, they go talk about Japheth? Alright, I'll get to that. Or did they already say Japheth? Nothing. Japheth? I don't know. And, okay, okay. So the next one is Ham, right? You just did him. Oh, so Shem. Okay, so. And Mizraim begat Ludim and Anamim and Lahabim and Napatahim. 
Sorry, I'm I'm really going ham on these words. I'm sorry, these names. And Patarisum Patarusium and Kalashaluhim out of the whom out of whom came Philistine and Kapatharim and Canaan begot Sidon his firstborn and Heth and the Jebusut Jebus or the Yabasut and the Amarite and the Gig Garcia and the Hivatit and the Archite and the Sinai and the Arbidit and the Zamarit and the Hamahamathite and afterward were the families of Canaanite spread abroad and the borders of Canaanite was from Sidon, Sidon and thy comest to Gerar unto the Gazar as the as thy goest unto Sodom and Gomorrah and Adamah and Zaboim even unto Lashah these are the sons of Ham after the families after the tongues in the countries and their nations unto Shem also the father of all children of Abar the brother of Japheth the elder even to him were the children born the children of Shem Alam Ashaor uh, Paraksad uh, and Lud and uh, Aram the children of Aram Uz and Houl and Gadar and Mosh and a Parox begot Shalah, and Salah begot Abar, and Abar was born to to was were born two sons. The name of of one was Palag, for in his days was the earth divided, and his brother's name was Jakatan, and Jakatan begot Almadad, and Shalafah and Hazar Mabath Mabath and Jarrah and Habaram and Uzal and Dekala and Abal and Abi Maal and Shabah and of Ophir and Habalah and Jabab. Oh, girl, just me. All these were the son of Jakatan. And their dwelling was from Mesha, Masha, as thou goest unto Shafar, Shafar, and Mount of the East. And these are the sons of Shem after their families. After the tongues in the land, after the nations, these are the families of the sons of Noah. After their generations in their nations, and both these were the nations divided into in the earth after the flood. I know I smashed those names. I'm sorry. Huh? And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And they said one to another, Go to, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. 
and they had brick for stone, and slime had they for mortar. And they said, Go to, let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto the Shamayims, or heavens. And let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth, or a rest. And Yahuwah came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men built. And Yahuwah said, Behold, the people is one, they have one language. And this they begin to do. And now nothing will be restrained from them, which they have imagined to do. Go to, let us go down, and there confound their language, that they might not understand one another's speech. So Yahuwah scattered them abroad from thence upon the faces of all the earth, or rets, and they left off the build, and they left off to build the city. Therefore, in the name of it called Babel, because Yahuwah did there confound the language of all the earth, or rets, and from thence did Yahuwah scatter them abroad upon the face of all the earth. These are the generations of Shem. Shem was a hundred years old and begat Arpachshad two years after the flood. And Shem lived after he begat Arpachshad five hundred years and begat sons and daughters. And Arpachshad lived fifty and thirty years and begat Shelach. And Arpachshad lived after he after he begat Shelach four hundred and three years and begat sons and daughters. And Shalak lived thirty years and begat a bird, or a bar. Fifteen. And Shalak lived after he begat a bar four hundred and three years and begat sons and daughters. And a bar lived four four and thirty years and begat Peleg. And a bar lived after he begat Peleg four hundred and thirty years. Pelag. Pelag is. Okay, Pelag four hundred and thirty years and begat sons and daughters. And Pelag lived thirty years and begat Ra'u. And Pelag lived after he begat Ra'u two hundred and nine years and begat sons and daughters. And Ra'u lived two and thirty years and begat Saru. And Ra'u lived after he begat Saru two hundred and seven years and begat sons and daughters. The S is with the is Sha. I just wasn't sure about the G. I got Sharu. I just wasn't sure if that G was pronounced with that. Yeah, Sharu. Okay. And Sharu lived 30 years and begat Nakor. And Sharu lived after he begat Nakor 200 years and begat sons and daughters. And Nakor lived 9 and, thir- and 20 years and begat Tarak. And Nakor lived after he begat Tarak 119 years and begat sons and daughters. And Tarak lived seventy years and begat Avram. So this is our, this is our, where we from? Mm, not there. Well, there you go. This is where we, we got from. Avram, Nakor, and Haran. Now these are the generations of Tarak. Tarak begat Avram, Nakor, and Haran, and Haran begat Lot. Lot. And Lot and Haran died before his fa- before his father Tarak in the land of his nativity in Ur of the Kazdim. Kaldi Kaldis. Hmm. Yeah. Oh. Kazdim. Kazdim. Yes, I said. My and bad, Abram, it's not that over here. Uh, which uh. You might say that I'm reading out of the Sefer. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let me, um, okay, so I'm reading out of what you call the King James Restored Names. 
Um, some of the stuff is the same, but she's reading out of the Cipher, and the Cipher has a lot of um, it has a lot of the names actually restored, restored. Like um, for the for some of the names you have the actual like I say Noak because in the Cipher and even when you go back and you study it, it's actually Noak and not Noah. Um, this ch word that that I just read, I said uh, in mine it says. Called this, and in hers it says the cost, uh, where it says costium, and just like, um, we'll get to that one day or whenever we get to that part, but uh, right now we just basically they still say two different things, but they're still saying the same thing. Mine is just more, um, mine is more of a it, it's an English version, and the Cipher is basically teaching you how to put the, the English into perspective of the um, Yahudiyat or the Lashon Kadesh, which is the, as y'all call the Hebrew language. Alright, go ahead. Okay, verse 29. And Avram and Nakor took them women. And the name of Avram's woman was Sarah. So this is Abraham. I'd say, yeah, that's what I said. Well this is us. So Avram is Abraham, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Thank that to them. Okay, okay, go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. Woman, he, and was Sarah. And the name of Nakor's woman was Milcah, the daughter of Haran, the Milka. father, huh? Where you at? Milcah. Milcah. In verse 29. Malaka. I'm going to start back at 29. Yeah, yeah. Was it start where you start? I stopped it. And Avram and Nakor took them women. The name of Avram's woman was Sarah. And the name of Nakor's woman was Milcah, the daughter of Haran, the father of Milcah and the father of Yikah, Yikah, but Yikah, Yahika, Yahika. But Sarah was barren; she had no children, or she had no child. And Tarak took um, Avram his son, and Lot the son of Haran his son's son, and Sarah his daughter-in-law. His son, Avram's woman. And they went forth with them from Ur of the Kadim to go into the land of Canaan. Or Canaan. And they came unto Haran and dwelt there. And the days of Terak were 205 years, and Terak died in Haran. Okay, so just to give a recap on Torah portion week two, so far, we've gotten to. This is the, the account of the flood and what happened to cause up to the flood and during the flood as well as um, the sons, the wives, and the, generations. and the generations of the children of Noah and the children's children of Noah's children. Um, and even the, the best part about all this is you know, even in the Torah portion, you know, this is only giving us as they want to do. They they took out the other scriptures of the Bible. But in order to get the full just of all of this, you can definitely look up the book of Jasher and the book of Enoch. And both of those books will definitely go in more depth on um, everything as well. So um, with that being said, we have next. We have the half Torah, which is going to be Isaiah chapter 54, verse 1. Let me get there. 
Just verse 1? No, 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 no. Uh, verse 1, and we're going to go through Isaiah chapter 55, verse 5. So Isaiah, what did I say, 54? 51. 54. 54. 1 to 55, 5. I'm ready when you are. All right. And this is the half. Okay, so basically what this is, this is the half Torah, and this is what they call uh, witnesses. And basically what this should do is... It should it should clarify a lot of um, a lot of stuff that's going on. Um, so like um, it's, it's gonna go in depth about the marriages, the wise um, generations, and and, and etc. Right. So on the half Torah, you just have to use the sermon and understand why this goes with that that Torah portion. Um, with that being said. Um, continue to enjoy, and we're gonna hand this back over. Go ahead. All right. So Isaiah fifty-four, verse one says, "Sing, O barren, you that did not bear, break forth into singing and cry aloud, you that did not travail with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman," says Yahuwah. Enlarge the place of your tent. And let them stretch forth the curtains of your habitations. Spare not, lengthen, spare not, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you shall break forth on the right hand and on the left, and your seed shall inherit the other nations and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Fear not, for you shall not be ashamed, neither be confounded. For you shall not be put to shame, for you shall forget the shame of your youth and shall not remember the reproach of your widowhood anymore. For your maker is your husband, Yahuwah is his name, and your redeemer, the Kadesh one of Yasharal. The Alua of the whole earth shall he be called. For Yahuwah has called you as a woman forsaken and grieved in her root, and a woman of youth, when you were refused, says your Alua. For a small For a small moment have have I forsaken you. For with great mercies will I gather you, or compassion will I gather you. In a little wrath I hid my face from you for a moment, but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy or compassion on you, says Yahuwah, your Redeemer. For this is as the waters of Noah, or Noah, unto me. For as I have sworn that the waters of Noah, or Noah, should no more go over the earth, so have I sworn that I would not, I would not be wroth with you, nor rebuke you. For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from you, neither shall the covenant of my peace or shalom be removed, says Yahuwah, that has compassion or mercy on you. O you afflicted, tossed with tempests and not comforted, behold, I will lay your stones with fair colors and lay your foundations of sapphires, and I will make your windows of a goats and your gates of carbuncles and all your borders of pleasant stones, and all your children shall be taught of Yahuwah, and great shall be the peace or shalom of your children. In righteousness shall you be established. You shall be far from oppression, for you shall not fear. And from terror, for it shall not come near you. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against you shall fall for your sake. Hold on. Verse 16. Behold, I have created the smith that blows the coals in the fire, and that brings forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the water to destroy. No weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. 
and every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of Yahuwah, and their righteousness is of me, says Yahuwah. Chapter 55 Oh, everyone that thirsts, come ye to the waters, and he that has no money, come ye by, and eat. Ye come by wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfies not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear and come unto me, here and your soul shall live, and I will cut an everlasting covenant with you, even the sheer mercies or compassions of Daud or David. You're going to five. I know. Okay. Behold, I have given him for a witness to the people, a leader and a commander to the people. Behold, you shall call a nation that you know not, and nations that knew not you shall run unto you because of Yahuwah, al Yahuwah. And for the Kadesh one of Yasharal, or Holy One of Yasharal, for he has glorified you. Okay. That is the half Torah. And can you elaborate on that for me? Alright, next up is Luke chapter 17, verse 20. And we read 20 through 27. Alright, I'm going to read it. Alright, and it read as, And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of Yahuwah should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of Yahuwah cometh not with observation. Oh, my bad. Neither shall they say, Lo here! Or lo there, for behold, the kingdom of Yahuwah is within you. And he said unto the disciples, The days will come when ye shall desire to see one of the, the days of the Son of Man, and ye shall not see it. And when they shall say to you, See here, or see there, go not after them, nor follow them. For as the lightning that lighteth, out of the of the one part under the heavens shineth unto the other part under the heavens or the Shamayims, so shall also the Son of Man be in this day. But first must he suffer many things and be rejected of this generation, and as it was in the days of Noah or Noah or Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They did not they did eat. They drank, they married, wives, they were given in marriage unto the day that Noah or Noah, Noah entered into the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. So in that account, he basically saying, in, in these days, you know, um, people are going to run and be like, hey, and you know, I, I used to do this in church all the time, um, say, uh, Look up in the look up in the sky. They go they go to Son of Man. Let's go here to see the Son of Man. Let's go there. They go tell you to go everywhere just to see the Son of Man. And he's saying, "Wait, now, nah? where is it? Where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Um, um, here you go. Verse twenty four. 
For as the light that lighteth out of the one part under the heaven shineth unto the other part under the heaven, so shall also the Son of Man be in the day. So he basically saying, why should you have to go here or there or come over here just like the light shine out the sky everywhere? That's how it's going to be. He's going to be, he's everywhere. So why should somebody say, hey, we saw him, he's in California, or he's in Europe, or he's here, or he's there. No, he's saying, when that day come, everybody's going to know. Everybody's going to know. But he said, hold on. Before that happens, he, he had to suffer. He suffered. The next step is what? Everybody has rejected him. And he says, what? And be rejected of this generation. So in this generation, and even before this generation, because these are the times of Noah, or Noe, Noach, right? That man has rejected the true son of man. John 5, 43, I come in the name of my father, but you receive me not. If another shall come in his own name, that's who you will receive. And as it was in the days of Noe, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. So what is he saying now? Verse 27 clearly specify everything. Even though, don't get me twisted, I'm not saying don't go get married. Don't, don't take me for that. And when, when he speak about marrying, right? These people are getting married and they're still drinking, they're still eating, they're going, they are going about their days like nothing is going to happen. Or because of how the preachers have done everything, they going about their days thinking, what, you wasn't there, but the, the woman told me, I live right, I do right, I'm good, I'm going to heaven. That's corruptible. What happened in the, in, in the book of, what happened from Genesis chapter 6 verse 9 through Genesis 11, 32? Genesis 6 verse 9, he said the earth was corrupted. Violence. They was living, drinking, and marrying in those days. But what did he say? He said he, he promised he wouldn't destroy the earth by water or flood, but he never said he wouldn't destroy it. Torah portion, week two is done. We're, we are going to do, um, we're going to go ahead and get week three out the way because... Um, yeah, we're going to do week three tonight. That's just to get us ahead, uh, get us uh, a little ahead. So every week we'll try to do two, two tour portions. Even if we do it tomorrow, we just want to get that out the way. And that's just to, um, to not just to, to, to give edification and benefit us, but to everyone who's listening to this, um, I hope that you take this and I hope that you, you, you pray for it first and that you take it and you grow from it. Don't just take it. And, and and think that this is something that you go get at church. We're not church goers. We don't believe in religion. We don't believe in a church. So don't come to this this channel thinking, oh man, my pastor didn't say this or where church I go to. Um, we don't believe in, in, in churches or religion, period. Um, the scriptures does not pertain or should not be even in a church house. So with that being said, to everyone who is listening to this, man, shalom. I hope you have a great day. Um, you got anything to say? Shalom be with you. All right. So, that being said, this is Torah portion, um, portion Noah or Noah, and week two. Shalom.
Shalom, shalom. How y'all doing today? This is Mr. Yasharal Yahuda Bryan. And once again, um, I am so, 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 so behind. Um, not just on the Torah portion, but also on the uh, 613. Uh, but we will get it done. That That is that is something that we will get done. Um, with that being said, uh, I want to say a quick prayer before we uh, go any further. The sovereign... Um, Sovereign of Yahuwah, we just seek you just asking uh, for the root um, to be able to get this done for the root for those who are listening so that they can hear and listen to what's going what's being said. Yahuwah, we ask that this be edification as well as um, just for us to uh, come back to you. We say this, all this in and through the name of Yahusha Hamashiach. All of you, Yahuwah, all praise be to you, Yahuwah. Barukatai Yahuwah, Baruch your name Yahuwah, Barukatai Yahusha, Baruch your name Yahusha. Affirmative, so be it. All right, so this is what we're going to do. We're really going to get into this. This is Lak Laka, um, Genesis, and this is going to be um, Genesis 12 through 17, chapter 12 through chapter 17. Um, and... Let's get into it. Verse 1 of chapter 12. Now Yahuwah said unto, unto Abram, Get thee out of the country, and from the kindred, and from thy father, father's house, unto a land that I will show you. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will baruch thee, or bless thee, and make thy name great. And thou shalt be baruch or blessed, and I will baruch or bless them that baruch or bless thee. And cursed him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be baruch or blessed. Give me a second. Real, real, real fast. If you don't mind. Of course, I know y'all don't mind. Um, but thank you. Alright, let's get this. Alright. So the word for curse in the um, Yahudith or Hebrew language is going to be, and I know I should have been and had this done. I, I don't know. I, I'm looking up other, I'm trying to find and learn other words so that I can be able to speak. All right. We got plenty of time, so don't even, don't fret, don't fret. That word is halal halal so how are we going to say that uh and i will baruch or bless them that baruch or bless thee and i will halal or curse him that halal halal you um uh, thee right now we'll stick to curse until i can get that down it's cool though we're still learning everyone needs to learn no matter what you're doing no matter where you at no matter how much you know learning is inevitable it has to happen no matter just take it right don't be pride and prudent don't be prideful and prudent all right verse four so abraham abram departed as Yahuwah had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was seventy and five years old. So he was seventy-five when he departed out of Haran. And Abraham took Sarah, his wife, 
and Lot, his brother's son, and all the substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran, and they went forth to go into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they went, they came, I'm sorry, and Abram passed through the land of the land unto this place of Shekin, unto the the plain of Morah, and and the Canaanites was then 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 in the land. And Yahuwah, Yahuwah appeared unto Abram and said unto thy and said unto thy seed will I give this land, and there build he an altar unto Yahuwah, who appeared unto him. And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bathal, and pitched his tent, having Bathal on the west, and Hea on the east. And there he built an altar unto Yahuwah, and called upon the name of Yahuwah. Yahuwah! And Abram journeyed, going on still towards the south. And there was a famine in the land. And Abram went down into Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was grievous in the land. And it came to pass, when he came near to enter into Egypt, that he said unto Sarai his wife, Behold, now I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. Therefore it shall come to pass, when the Egyptians shall see thee, that they shall say, This is his wife, and they will kill me. But they will save thee alive. Say, I pray thee, that thou art my sister, that it may be well with me for thy sake, and my soul shall live because of thee. Well, technically Sarah was his sister. And it came to pass that when Abram was come into Egypt, that the Egyptians be, be, beheld the woman, that she was very fair. So she was very beautiful, y'all. The prince also of Pharaoh saw her and commanded her before Pharaoh, commended her before Pharaoh. And the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house and he entered and he entreated Abram well for her sake. And he, and he had sheep and oxen and, and he had asses and he asses, my bad, and he asses and manservants and maidservants and she asses and camels and Yahuwah plagued Pharaoh in his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abram's wife. And Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is this thou hast done unto me? Why didst thou not tell me this was thy wife? Why, why saidest thou she is my sister? So I might have taken her to, my, to me to wife. Now therefore, behold, thy wife, take her and go thy way. And Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away, and his wife, and all that he had. Chapter 13. And Abram went up, and went up out of Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, and Lot with him into the south. And Abram was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. And went and he went on. His journey from the south even to Bathal, unto the place where his tent had been to begin to at the beginning, between Bathal and Hai, unto the unto the place 
of the altar which he had made there at the first. And there Abraham called on the name of Yahuwah. Yahuwah. And Lot also, which went with Abram, had flocks and herds and tents. And the land was not able to bear them, that they might dwell together. For their substance was great, so that they could not dwell together. And there was a strife between the herdmen and Abram's cattle, and the herdmen and Lot's cattle. And the Canaanite and the Perizzites dwell then in the land. And Abram said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdmen and thy herdmen. For we be brethren. Is not the whole land before thee separate, separate, separate thyself? I pray thee from me, if thou wilt take the left hand, and then I will go to the right. Or if thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. And Lot lifted his eyes, and behold, all the plain of Jordan, or Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere before Yahuwah destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of Yahuwah, like the land of Egypt, as the customs of Zorah. Hey. Then Lot shows him all the plain of Jordan, and, the, and Lot journeyed east. They separated themselves. Oh, give me a second, y'all. All right, we back. Let me read verse 11 one more time. Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan, or Jordan. Sorry. Uh, of Jordan. And Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves, the one from the other. Man, that sounds crazy, doesn't it? All right. Verse 13, 12, my bad. Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent toward Sodom. But the men of Sodom, but the men of Sodom were wicked, and sinners before Yahuwah exceedingly. And Yahuwah said unto Abram, After that Lot was separated from him, lift up now thine eyes and look from the place where thou art northward and southward and eastward and westward. Eastern baby sit down. Verse 15. For all the land which thou seest to thee will I give it and to thy seed forever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth so that, that if, man, if a man can number the dust of the earth then shall they since then shall thy seed also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land and, and in the length of it and in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. Then Abram removed his tent and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre, Mamra, which is in Habron, Habron, and built there an altar unto Yahuwah. Okay, Ver I mean, sorry, chapter 14. And it came to pass in the days of Ephraim, uh, uh, Amar, Amarfal, 
king of Shinar, Arak, king of Alasar, Chedar Lamar, king of Alam, and Tadal, king of nations, that these made war with Barar, king of Sodom, and with Bashar, king of Gomorrah, Shaniba, king of Admar, and Shamibar, king of Zabim, and the king of Bala, which is Zarah. All these were joined together in the vale of Sadim, which is the, 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 salt, the salt sea. Twelve years they served Shadaralamor, and in the thirteenth year they rebelled. And in the fourteenth year came Shadalarm, the king that were with him, with him, and smote the Rafams in the Ashterot. Karanium and the Zazims in the Enham. Sorry, I'm butchering these names. Not on purpose. I'm sorry. And the Amims or Enims in Shavia and Kiraithium and the Harits Harat Harats in the Mount Sari unto Al Paran which is by the wilderness. And they returned and came to an, an, an Mishpat, which is Kadesh, and smote all the country of the Amalekites, also the Amorites and the Marites that dwelt in Hazan Tamar. And there went out the king of Sodom, and the king of Gomorrah, and the king of Adamah, and the king of Zabim, and the king of Balah, and the same of Zoar, and they joined battle with them in the vale of Sadim, which I ain't gonna lie to y'all, these names are killing, which. This is Genesis 14, verse 9, which, give me a second. Let me see if um, in this other book it's, it's easier to pronounce because this is killing. Uh, take this. Uh, there you go. That's yours. That's yours. All right. Genesis chapter 12. I mean, chapter 14, I'm sorry, y'all. Chapter 14, verse 9. All right, this is a lot easier, but it's still not just simple. But I'm going to read it from here. Um, with Kedorala Omar, the king of Elam, and with the Tid Tidal, king of nations, and Amafra, king of Shinar, and Arayak, king of Alakar, four kings with five. And the vow of Sadim was full of slim bits, 
And the king of Sodom and the king of Gomorrah fled and fell there. And they that remained fled to the mountain. And they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah, Gomorrah and all the, vic the victuals, their victuals, and went their way. And they took Lot and Abram's Lot, Abram's brother's son, who dwelt in Sodom and his and his goods, and departed. And there came one that had escaped and told Abram, and Abram the Yahudiet, or yeah, the Yahudiet, or in that time the, it says the Hebrew, but I'm gonna still say the Yahudiet or the Yahuan, for he dwelt in the plain of Mamre, and I mean Mamre, the Amorite brother of Eshkol and the brother of Anir, and these were confederate with Abram. And when Abram heard that his brothers, his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants born in his own house, 318, and pursued them unto Dan. And he divided himself against them, and he and his servants by night and smote them and pursued them unto Hebron, which is on the left hand of Damascus. And he brought back all the goods and also brought again his brother Lot and his goods and the woman also. And the people and the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from slaughter of um. Um, Kedalar Omar and of the kings that were with him at the valley of Shavah which is the kings of kings Dal and the Melchizedek king of Shalom brought forth bread and wine and he was the priest of all, all um, of the Most High, all, all of you. I'm gonna just say all of you. The priest of all of you. And he baruch him and said, Baruch be Abram of all you, possessor of Shamayim and Aret, or heaven and earth. And Baruch be all you, which hath delivered thine enemy into thy hand and gave him tithes of all. And the king of Sodom said unto Abram, Give me the persons, and take the goods to thyself. And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have left up my hand. I lift. I have lift up my hand unto Yahuwah, all Yahuwah, to possess of heaven and earth, the possessor of heaven and earth, or Shamayim is red, that I will not take from a take a take from a thread even to a shalot. And that I will not take anything that is, is thine, lest thou shouldest say, I have made Abram rich. Save only that which the young men have eaten, and the portion of the men which went with him with me, Inar, Ishar, and Mamre. Let them take their portion. Chapter 5. Chapter 15, I'm sorry. After these things, the words of Yahuwah came unto Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. And Abram said, Sovereign, Yahuwah, what wilt thou give me, seeing I go childless 
and the steward of my house is Elazar of Damascus. And Abram said, and Abram said, Behold to me, thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is mine heir. And behold, the word of Yahuwah came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but that shall come forth out of thine own bowels, shall be thine heir. And he brought him forth aboard and said, Look now towards the heavens, or the Shamayims, and tell the stars, If thou be able to number them, and he said unto me, and to him, so shall the seed, so the, so shall thy seed be. And he believed in Yahuwah, and he counted it, and to him he counted it, and to him for the righteousness. And he said unto he said unto I'm sorry unto him, I am Yahuwah that brought thee out of out of Ur of the Chaldees to give thee this land. To inherit it. And he said, Sovereign Yahuwah, whereby shall I know that I shall inherit it? And he said unto him, Take me an, a, a, an heifer of three years old, and a she goat of three years old, and a ram of three years old, and a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. And he took unto him all these, and divided them in the midst. And laid each piece one against another, put the put the birds divided not he not, but the birds he divided he not. And when the fowl came down upon the carcass, Abram drove them away. And when the sun was gone down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and lo, a horror of great darkness fell upon him. And he said unto Abram, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. And also that nation whom they shall serve will I judge, and afterwards shall they come out with great substance. And, they, and, and thou shalt go to thy father in peace. Thou shalt be buried in a good old age. But in the fourth generation, they shall come hither again. For the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. And it came to pass that when the sun went down and it was dark, behold, a smoking furnace and a burning lamp that passed through, passed between those pieces. In the same day, Yahuwah made a covenant with Abram, saying, Unto thy seed have I given the land from the river of Egypt, or Mistrium, unto the great river, the river of Euphrates, 19, the Canites and the Kezanites and the Kadmonites and the Hittites and the Perizzites and the uh, Raphams and the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Gergeshites and the Jubas Jezebusites um,
chapter 16. Now Sarah, Abram's wife, bare him no children, and she had an handmaid, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. And Sarah said unto Abram, Behold, now Yahuwah has restrained me from bearing I, bearing. I pray thee, go in unto my maid. I may be that it may be that I may, may obtain children by her. And Abram hearkened to the voice of Sarah. And Sarah, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her, hand, her maid, the Egyptian, after Egyptian. After Abram had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan, or Canaan, and gave her to her husband, Abram, to be his wife. And he went in unto Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. And Sarah said unto Abram, My wrong be, uh, my wrong be upon thee. I have given my maid unto thy bosom. And when she, sat, when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her eyes. Yahuwah judge between me and thee. And Abram said unto Sarah, Behold, thy maid is in thy hand. Do to her as it pleases thee. And when Sarah dealt hardly with her, she fled from her face. And the angel or the, the messenger of Yahuwah found her by a fountain of water in the wilderness, by the fountain in the way of Shaur. And he said, Hagar, Sarah's maid, whence comest thou? And hither with thy go. And she said, I flee from the face of my mistress, Sarah. And the angel of, or the messenger of Yahuwah said unto her, Return to thy mistress and submit thyself under her hand. And the messenger of the angel of Yahuwah said unto her, I will multiply thy seed exceedingly, that it shall not be numbered for multitude. And the angel of the messenger of Yahuwah said unto her, Behold, thou art with child, and shall bear a son, and shall call his name Yahishmael, or Yishmael, because, sorry y'all. Uh, where we at? Because Yahuwah has heard thy affliction, and and he will be a and he will be a wild man. His hands will be against every man, and every man's hand against him. And he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. Brother, hey, oh, okay. I thought. Oh no. And she and and she called the name of Yahuwah that spake unto her, Thou all Roy, that's uh, for she said, Have I also here looked after him that seeth me? Wherefore the whale was called Bear Laroy. Behold, it is between Kadush and Bared. And Hagar bore Abram a son, and Abram called his name, called his son's name, which Hagar bore Ishmael. Ishmael. 
And Abram was four score. 20, 40, 60, 80. Four score and six years old. So 86, is that right? So he was 86. Let me see if that's correct. I could be wrong. Okay, let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Look, I think that's 80 score because a score is 20, I think. No, 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 no. I'm wrong. Four scores. Um, give me a second. I'm going to have to dual my screen so I can see both of them. All right, here we go. Okay, yeah, he was 86 years old when Hagar bore Yishmael to Abram. All right, chapter 17. Man, we finally made it, y'all. Chapter 17. And it reads such as, And when Abram was 90, 90 years old and nine, so 99, Yahoo appeared to Abram and said unto him, I am all Shaddai, all Shaddai, the almighty provider. Walk before me and be thy perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and thee and will multiply thy, thee exceedingly. And Abram fell on his face and, and all you fell on his face. And all you will talk with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be called Abraham, which means father, y'all. Um, for a father of many nations have I made thee, and I will make thee the exceeding fruitful and I will make nations of thee and kings shall come out of thee and I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in the, their generations for an everlasting covenant to be a allure unto thee um, and be thy seed after thee allure just simply means the almighty one verse 8 and I will give unto thee and thy seed after thee the land wherein thou art stranger and all the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession. And I will be there, Al-Yua. And Al-Yua said unto Abraham, Thou shalt keep my covenant therefore, thou and thy seed after thee in their generation. This is my covenant, which ye shall keep. Between me and you and thy seed after thee, every man child among you shall be circumcised. And ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin, and it shall be a token of the covenant betwixt me and you. And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you, every man child in your generation. He that is born in the house or brought with the money of any stranger which is not of thy seed. 
He that is born in thy house, and he that is brought with the money, must need to need must needs be circumcised. And my covenant shall be in your flesh, and be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. And the and the uncircumcised man. And the uncircumcised man, child, whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people. He shall he hath broken my covenant. And now you will say it unto Abram, Abraham, as for Sarah thy wife, thou shalt not call her no more Sarah, but Sarah shall shall her name be. And I will brook her and give thee a son also of her. Yeah, I will I will brook her and she shall be a mother of nations. So Sarah means mother. Let's go look at what the what 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 really was the names. <laughs> well we're 16, 16, 16, mm -mm. I guess it is the same. Or Sarah. Alright. Brook her, and I will give thee also, and I and I will brook her, and give thee a son also of her. Yeah, I will brook her, and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Then Abraham fell upon his face and laughed, and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is an hundred years old? And shall Sarah, that is ninety years old, bear? And Abraham said unto Alua, Oh, that Ishmael might live before thee. And Alua said, Sarah, thy wife, shall bear thee a son indeed, and thou shalt call his name Isaac, or Yashayak. And I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant, and with his seed after him. And as for Ishmael, I have heard thee. Behold, I have Baruch him, and will make him fruitful, and will multiply him exceedingly. Twelve, exceedingly, twelve princes shall he beget, and I will make him a great nation. The number twelve is very relevant. But my covenant will be will I establish with Isaac, which Sarah shall bear unto thee at this time, at, at this set time in the next year. And he left off talking with him. And Al-Yul went up from Abram. And Abraham took Ishmael, his son, and all that were born in his house, and all that were brought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham, Abraham's house, and circumcised the flesh of their foreskin in the selfsame day as Ayua had said unto him. And Abraham was ninety years old, ninety, ninety years old and nine, ninety-nine years old, when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. Wow. And 
Ishmael, his son, was 13 years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. And the self-same day was Abraham circumcised and Ishmael, his son. And all the men of, of his house born in the house and brought with money of the strangers were circumcised with him. Wow. All right. So that is... Where we at? Where we at? Where we at? Torah portion. Okay, this is gonna be Torah portion day three. Sorry about um, I I will do day one over. Um, I'm sorry about not being able to get that to y'all. Um, but I will do day one over, just not at this point in time. Um, so with that being said, um, forgive me for that. Um, this is lock laka, um, day three. I'm sorry once again that I did not get this out when they should have been out, but everything is everything. That's all I can say. Okay, so half Torah portion, we're going to be doing Isaiah chapter 40. So Isaiah, what are you? Okay, there we go. 40. And we're going to start at verse 27. And we're going all the way to 41.16. And this says, Why says thou, O Jacob, or Jacob, and speakest, O Yasharal, my way is hid from Yahuwah, and my judgment is passed over from my Ayuah. Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard that the everlasting Yahuwah, Yahuwah, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. Wow. Verse 29. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even, sorry, uh, even the the youth shall faint and be weary. Yeah, and the young man shall utter fall, utterly fall. But they that wait on, upon Yahuwah shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles, and they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Verse four. I mean, chapter forty-one. Keep silent before me, O islands, and, and let the people renew their strength. Let them come near, then let them speak. Let us come near together to, ju to judgment. Who raised up the righteous man from the east? From the east. Called him to his foot, gave the nations before him, and made him rule over kings. He gave them as the dust to his sword and, and as driven stubble to his bow. He pursued them and passed safely, even by the way that he had not gone with his feet. Who has wrought and done it, calling the generations from the beginning? I am Yahuwah, the first and the last. I am he. <laughs> The, the owl saw it 
and feared the ends of the earth where I'm sorry and feared the ends of the earth were afraid draw near and came drew near and came they helped everyone his neighbor and everyone said to his brother be of good courage so the carpenter encouraged the, the goldsmith and he that smoothed with the hammer him that smote the anvil, saying, It is ready for Sodern, Sodern, and he fastened it with nails, that it should not be moved. Stop. But though Yasharal art my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abram, my friend, Though whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called thee from the chief men thereof, and said unto thee, Thou art my servant, I have chosen thee, and not cast thee away. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be thou dismayed, for I am all you. I will strengthen thee, yeah, I will help thee, yeah, I will upon thee with thee. I will uphold thee with, a, with the right hand of my righteousness. Behold, all thy that were incensed in, in, in against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing, and they shall strive with thee, shall, and they that strive with thee shall perish. Thou shalt seek them, and shalt not find them, even them that contend with thee. They shall war against thee, shall, they that war against thee shall be, not, be as nothing, and as a thing of naught. For I am Yahuwah, thy Yahuwah, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not, I will help thee. Fear not, thou worm, ye cold, and ye men of Yasharal, I will help thee, said Yahuwah, saith Yahuwah, and, and thy Redeemer, thy Kadesh one, or Holy one of Yasharal. Behold, I will, I will make thee a new sharp threshing instrument, having teeth. <laughs> thou shalt thresh the mountains, and beat them small, and shall make the hills as chaff, calf. Thou shalt fan them, and the wind shall carry them away, and the whirlwind shall scatter them. And thou shalt rejoice in Yahuwah, and shalt um, esteem in the Kadesh one of Yasharal. All right. All right, that's half Torah. That's half Torah. That's Isaiah chapter forty, verse twenty-seven through uh, forty-one, sixteen. And for the gospel, we're going to the book of John, a Yahukanan. John, what's this? John chapter eight, and we're gonna go to verse fifty-one, all the way to verse fifty-eight. Verily, verily, I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. Then said the Yahudith or Jews unto him, Now we know that thou hast a devil. Abraham is dead, 
and the prophets. And thou sayest, if a man keepeth my saying, he shall never taste of death. Art, the, art thou greater than our father Abraham, which is dead? And the prophets are dead? Whom makest thou thyself? Yahusha answered, If a man esteem myself, if I, Yahusha answered, If I esteem myself, my esteem is nothing. It is my father that esteem me. Of whom ye say that he is your Al-Yul. Yet he hath not known him, but I know him. And if I should say, I know him not, I shall be a liar like unto you. But I know him and keep his saying. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And he saw it and was glad. Then said the, Yahu the Jews, yeah, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm sorry, the Jews unto him, Thy art not yet fifty years old, and hast thou seen Abraham? Yahushua said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. Verse 59. Then took they up stones to cast him, to cast at him. But Yahushua hid himself, and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed. Okay, so... Tour portion, lock lock up. Basically, to sum it up, for those who just came in, hey, 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 calm down. This is the part about Abraham when he first came into the land. Um, uh, when um, the Egyptians took his wife to be his wife, um, as well as Lot. How uh, when when they basically when the Egyptians gave them the cattle and everything they was too rich the cattle it was too much for the land so Lot basically and Abraham basically separated when they separated um, a little bit later um, Lot got captured by somebody else Abraham heard of it Abraham took himself and his little uh, self-made army and they went and smote them. Um, then the kings and stuff, they, they uh, basically was the glad tiding with Abraham. And they were saying that Abraham could take this or he could take that. But Abraham was like, nah, y'all take that because at any time that y'all can say that y'all made me rich, nah, y'all could have that. Then um, basically, Yahuwah basically spoke with uh, Hagar. That's when uh, Sarah, Sarah gave Hagar to be Abram's wife. And then she bore, you know, she got pregnant. Hagar took off running. An angel came to Hagar, told her to return to um, Sarai. Uh, she was pregnant. Um, then a little bit later, um, Yahuwah basically was speaking to Abraham, telling him how he was going to number his, his seed. And they were going to have a covenant uh, for generations. In their generation, the, uh, the seed was going to be numbered as the stars. And um, then... Um, Yahuwah made the covenant and he basically told Abraham that um, you need to circumcise everyone that is homeborn as well as bought with money. Um, and basically from that day point on, Abraham basically circumcised everybody. And then you got the Torah portion, the half portion, and then you got the, the gospel. And basically just letting you know that um, they that trust and keep uh, hold Unto Yahuwah, that gives him and keep his saying, keep his laws, the statutes, and the commandments. 
Um, this is the Torah portion, so we are learning, right? So what that means is when you're learning something, don't take what you learned in the past and throw it away. Or don't take what you're learning now and because what you learned in the past and be like, no. You have to take and you have to first off, foremost, pray to the Father and ask Him for the root to be able to discern and to weed out the, the wheat from the tares. Um, just remember this, Yahuwah is a card. He is number one. To put Yahuwah first is choosing life. Yahusha said, if you put his, if you keep his words, then you shall not see death. You got to understand what it means to not see death and what life is, right? Um, there's a passage where Yahusha said that, um, uh, let me, let me go to this real quick. I got plenty of time. Give me a second, y'all, please. Give me a second. I know where it's at. I just... All right, all right, let's get to it. Give me a second, please give me a second. Once I get this, y'all are gonna understand what I'm saying. So I'm speaking about life and death, right? So let's find out life and death. Okay, Matthew chapter 5, uh, it's not the right one, it's not the right one, I'm sorry, give me a second. Okay, Matthew chapter 10, verse 13, and I'm going to read from there. Think not that I come to send peace on the earth, I come not to send peace but a sword, And 
We're going to jump down to verse 39. And it says, He that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loses his life for my sake shall find it. So what is he saying? He's not saying that if um, to choose life in the flesh, right? So um, keep, he basically said keep the Father's uh, word and commandments, right? So you can find life. That means to keep the law, statutes, and commandments so you might found, find salvation. To choose death is to be judged and to be put into Shiloh, the Hades or the hell version. That's death, right? So with this being said, man, Shalom. Um, I hope y'all have a beautiful Shabbat. This is the Shabbat. Um, so this is uh, 7-20-2019, or we can speak um, Hebraic. It is... think what 620 or uh, either way it go we'll get on it one day um shalom i hope y'all have a beautiful day shalom shalom how y'all doing anchor this is mr yashara yahuda brian um coming to y'all another time with the torah portion or the torah portion Ooh, are y'all ara so we're gonna be reading in the book of genesis chapter 18 through chapter 22 um give me a quick second as well as we're gonna do the half torah which is second kings chapter 4 verse 1 through 7 as well as the gospel of chap of luke chapter 17 verse 28 through 37 so with that being said we're gonna get into this how y'all doing? Facebook. Uh, give me a second. I gotta do some deleting to be able to do band. This is simply just um, a lot of people might say, "Are oh, you doing too much?" And a lot of people might say this, might say that. But at the end of the day, I don't care what y'all talk about. Um, I'm here to teach. I'm here to help y'all learn something that you should have already knew. And that goes for bloodline as well as every and anyone else. Um, and as the post said, if you don't like what I'm saying, don't delete me, block me. Because if you delete me, I'm just going to come back, period. Um, I don't need a game. I really don't. They game too easy anyways. I might just be smart. Alright. So let's try this again. We're gonna try live stream. But I do. I got space. I delete it so much. Okay, I still got it. We good. Even when Satan says we can't do it, Yahuwah says we can. So, with the ability of having multiple phones, stuff get done. 
When one phone says you, you have too much storage, the other says I got enough. Right? You know, a lot of y'all like, dude, trip, trip. Alright. We'll title this after. Let's get to a live stream. And turn this around. Okay. Now, we can get into this. That's what I love about this. Okay, so we're in a tour portion. And with the tour portion, As soon as you're ready, we can get started. Me? Yeah. Ready. Okay. Hit it up. This is Genesis chapter 18. Verse 1. And Yahuwah appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre. And he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood before him, or stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground and said, My Oyuwa, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee for my servant. Let a little water, I pray ye, be fetched, and wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree, and I will fetch a morsel of bread, and comfort ye your hearts, after that ye shall pass on. For therefore are ye come to your servant. And they said, So do as thou hast said. And Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah, and said, Made ready, Make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes upon the herd. And Abraham ran unto the herd, and fetched the calf tender and good, and gave it unto a young man, and he hasted to dress it. And he took butter and milk, and the calf which he, dressed, which he had dressed, and set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree, and they did eat. And they said unto him, Where is Sarah, thy wife? And he said, Behold, in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return to thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door, which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and very stricken in age. And it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of woman. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I am vexed old, shall I have pleasure. Mile you will being, being old also. Oh no, not Mile you are. She means Abraham being old also. So her Elohim. No, it says L R D there, but he they mean um more like you know chief. Yeah. So she means Abraham being old also there in verse twelve. And Yahuwah said unto Abraham, Wherefore did Sarai laugh, saying, Shah of of a surety bear a child with him old? Is anything too hard for Yahuwah? At the time appointed, I will return to thee according to the time of life, and Sarai shall have a son. Then Sarai denied, saying, I laugh not, for she was afraid. And he said, Nay, but thou didst laugh. And the men rose up from thence, and looked toward Sodom, and Abraham went, went with them to bring them on the way. And Ayuah said, Shall I hide from Abraham the thing which I do, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be brooked in him. For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of Yahuwah to do justice and judgment, that Yahuwah may bring Abraham that which he hath spoken of him. And Yahuwah said, Because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it, which has come unto me, and if not, I will know. And the men turned their faces from thence and went toward Sodom. But Abraham stood yet before 
before Yahuwah and Abraham drew near and said, Wilt thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Peradventure, there be fifty righteous in the city. Wilt thou also destroy and not spare the place for the fifty righteous that are that are therein? That be far from thee to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous should be as the wicked that be far from thee. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? And Ayuah said, If I find in Sodom fifty righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. And Abraham answered and said, Behold now, I have taken upon me to speak unto Ayuah, which am but dust and ashes. Preadventure there shall lack five of the fifty righteous. Will thou destroy all the city for lack of five? And he said, If I find there forty-five, I will not destroy it. And he spake unto him yet again and said, Peradventure, there shall be forty found there. And he said, I will not do it for forty's sake. And he said unto him, O oh, let not, oh, you will be angry, and I will seek, and I will speak. Peradventure, there shall be thirty be found there. And he said, I will not do it if I find thirty. And he said, Behold now, I have taken upon me to speak unto all you. Peradventure, there shall be twenty found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for twenty's sake. And once more, and he said, O let not Yahuwah be angry, and I will speak yet but this once. Preadventure ten shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for ten's sake. And Yahuwah went his way as soon as he had left communing with Abraham. And Abraham returned unto his place. Ain't that something, y'all? Um, this is the creator of life and not because Abraham was just some miraculous person but because of how Abraham or Abram was dedicated faithful obedient in everything that makes a righteous person righteous the Most High Yahuwah simply said I'm gonna give my servant a chance to speak and it wasn't him trying to as we say um course or um what they say you um when you're trying to negotiate, negotiate not negotiate um bribe. bribe bribe me because at the end of the day you shown me so much to the point to where if i find no my bad my bad you shown me so much goodness in your heart that you would be willing to put your own self at stake just to make sure that at least a whole city of wicked people can be saved because you've asked me about 50, 40, 20, and 10 people. Ain't that crazy? Like, we have to start getting this stuff together. I got verse 19. What's good, Molly Maul? And there came two angels to Sodom. At evening, the reason why hold on real quick, the reason why we do the Torah portion, a lot of people say, "Well, we know this." It's not about what you know. Sometimes it's about. Sometimes we have to go back and 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 readjust and re relook at situations, right? Don't just think about this as I've already learned this. I've, I've already heard this. Take this and and look deeper, if you get what I'm saying. And there came two angels to the to to Sodom at evening, and Lot sat in the gate of Sodom. And Lot, seeing them, rose to meet them and bowed himself to his face towards the ground. And he said, Behold, now, my, my sovereign, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house, and tarry all night. 
and wash your feet, and ye shall rise up early and go on your way. And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the street all night. Why are they going to abide in the street? Because they have to, they have to, oh, okay. They have to really get out here and see if there are any righteous people. Let me. So, let me keep reading. Um, nah. Uh, nice street. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned into him, and entered into his house, and he made them a feast, and did bake unleavened bread, and they. They did eat. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house around, both old and young, all people from every quarter. And they called upon Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came unto thee this night? Bring them out unto us, that we may know them. And Lot went out at the door unto them and shut the door after him and said I pray you brethren do not so wicked wickedly and behold now I have two daughters which have not known man let me I pray you bring them out unto you and do ye to them as is good in your eyes only unto these men do nothing so he was willing to give up his daughters in order to make sure these men were protected well not men but these these righteous beings were protected uh, for therefore came that they under the shadow of my roof and they said stand back and they said again this one fellow came into the, the sojourn and he will need and he and he will needs be a judge now will we deal worse with thee than with them. So they really ready to do some harm to these people. Well, to these to these righteous uh, beings. And they pressed sore upon the men, even Lot, and came near to break the door. Hold on real quick. Verse 9. And they said, stand back. And they said again, this one fellow came into sojourn, and he will need and he will needs to be a judge. Now we will deal worse with thee than with them. And they pressed sore upon the men, even Lot, and came near to break the door. So basically, when they said, let us know them, they wasn't meaning as in we want to get to know them to be friends. They literally meant we're gonna do some harm to them. That's why Lot said, um, where he said, um, do not so wickedly. What do you think he was speaking of? Verse 10. But the men put forth their hands and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut the door. And they smocked the men that were at the door. That meant they killed them. Um, at the door of the house with blindness. Okay. Sorry. They, they made them blind both small and great so every man that was around that house around that door they became blind they smart them with blindness thank you for that 
so that they worried themselves to find the door. <laughs> That's funny. And the men said unto Lot, Hast thou here any besides sons and son-in-laws, and the and they and thy sons and thy daughters and whose whatsoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place. So he they told Lot, you need to get all your family members and get out. For we will destroy this place because they cry of them is the, but because the cry because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of the Most High, Yahuwah. And Yahuwah the Most High have sent us to destroy it. And Lot went out and spake unto the sons, the sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get you, get you out of this place, for Yahuwah the Most High will destroy this city. But he seen, but he seen as one that mocked unto his son-in-law. So basically they mocked him, laughing. And when the morning arose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while, the, the linger, while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand, and upon the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters. And Yahuwah began mercifully unto him, being mercifully, un, mercifully unto him. And they brought him forth and set him without, without the city. So set him outside. And it came to pass when they had brought them forth aboard, abroad that he said, Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the place, the plain. Escape to the mountains, lest thou be consumed. And Lot said unto them, Please do not, my, my sovereign. Behold now, thy servant has found favor in thy sight, and thou hast magnified thy mercy, which thou ha hast showed unto me in saving my life. And I cannot escape to the mountains, lest some evil take me, and I die. Behold now, the city is near to flee unto, and it is a little one. Oh, let me escape therein. It is not a little one, and my soul shall live. And he said unto him, See, I have accepted thee concerning this, this thing also, that I will not overthrow this city, for they for thee which thou hast spoken. Has thee escaped there there is? For I cannot do anything till thou thy be come hereto. Therefore the name of, of the city has the name of the city was called Zaor. The sun was was risen upon the earth when Lot entered into Zor. Then Yahuwah, or the Most High, reigned upon Sodom and upon Gomorrah, brimstone and fire from Yahuwah out of the heavens. Um, as y'all already know, y'all hear a lot of people talk about um, asteroids and stuff like that. There's no such thing. Here you go. The Bible confirms what that really is. Verse 25. And he overthrew the cities and all the plain and all the inhabitants of the city and that which grew upon the ground. Let me keep going. But his wife looked back from behind him and she became a pillar of salt. And Abraham gate up, got, got up early in the morning to the place where he stood before Yahuwah. And he looked towards Sodom and Gomorrah and towards all the land and the plain and behold a and lo. The smoke of the, the country went up, and as the smoke of a furnace, as the smoke of a furnace, 
And it came to pass when all you destroyed the cities of the plain, that all you are the all you remembered Abraham, Abraham, and sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow, uh, out of the overthrow. When he overthrew the city in, in which Lot dwelt, and Lot went up out of Zor and dwelt in the mountain, and his two daughters with him, for fear to dwell in Zor, and he dwelt in a cave. He and his two daughters. Now y'all really got to listen to this part right here, cause this part right here is gonna get a little explicit in a sense. But you gotta, y'all get it. If you don't get it, pray for it, and you get it. And the firstborn said unto the younger, Our father is old, and there is not a man in the earth to come into us after the manner of all the earth. Come, let us make our father drink wine, and we will let him lie with him, that we may perceive preserve seed of our father. I know y'all like, wait, wait, what? Just listen. And they made their father drink wine that night. And the firstborn went in and lay with her father. And he perceived not when she lay down, nor when she arose. And it came to pass on the, on the morrow, or so the next day, that the firstborn said to the younger, Behold, I lay yesternight with, the, with, the, with my father. Let us make him drink wine this night also. And go thy in and lie with him, that we may preserve seed of our father. And they made their father drink wine that night also. And the younger arose and lay with him, and perceived, and and he perceived not when she lay down, nor when she rose. So basically, you're saying he's pretty much out of there. It wasn't that he he did it because he just wanted to do it. He he was pretty much how, how we get sloppy, how people get sloppy drunk nowadays. He was he was he was he was out. Verse 36, there's were both the daughters of Lot with child by their father. The firstborn bore a son and called his name Moab, or a.k.a. the Chinese. The same is the father of the Moabites unto this day, Chinese. The younger and the younger, she also bore a son and called his name Ben-Ami. Oh, I forgot who they are. And the same is the father of the children of Amun of this day. I, I should. We did a lesson over this, but it's okay. All right, verse 20. You got it. All right, chapter 20, verse 1. And Abraham journeyed from thence toward the south country and dwelt between Kadesh and Sor, and sojourned in. Gaurar? Gaurar? Gaurar, okay. Abraham said of Sarah, his wife, she is my sister. And Abimelech, king of Gaurar, sent and took Sarah. But Algua came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, Behold, thou art but a dead man for the woman which thou hast taken, for she is a man's wife. Hmm. But Abimelech had not come near her, and he said, Yahuwah, wilt thou slay also a righteous nation? Said he not unto me, She is my sister. And she, even she herself said, He is my brother. And the integrity of my heart, innocence of my hand, have I done this? Hold on. That's funny because 
you know the way that religion teaches this and the way that everyone else teaches this that uh, Abraham and Sarah lied about who they were in fact they did not lie about being each other's brother and sister because they were technically brother and sister I know a lot of y'all like that sounds nasty but they were actually brother and sister half brother huh no they no they half brother and sister remember we learned that in um in actually it's in um it's actually in Lakak Laka. The, the second one or the third tour portion we did. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they was actually brother and sister. Half. I remember that. I remember. Yeah, they was half brother and sister. So, the way that religion teaches that, that they lied about who they were. In fact, they did not lie about who they were. They just did not put the full truth out about exactly who they were. But, go ahead. Alright. Verse 5. Or is it verse 6? That's verse 5. You said he is my brother. Um, she, he not said he not unto me. She is my sister, and she even she herself said he is my brother. And the integrity of my heart and lessons of my hands have I done this. And Yahuwah said unto him in a dream, Yeah, I know that thou did this in integrity of thy heart. For I also withheld thee from sinning against me. Therefore suffered I thee not to touch her. Now therefore restore the man his wife. For he is a prophet. And he shall pray for thee. And thou shalt live. And if thou restore her not, know thou that thou shalt surely die. Thou and all that are thine. Therefore Abimelech rose early in the morning and called all his servants. And told all these things in their ears. And the men were sore afraid. Then Abimelech called Abraham and said unto him, What hast thou done unto us? And what have I offended thee that thou hast brought on me in my kingdom a great sin? Thou hast done deeds unto me that ought not to be done. And Abimelech said unto Abraham, What sawest thou that thou hast done these things? And Abraham said, Because I thought surely the fear of Yahuwah is not in this place, and they will slay me for my wife's sake. And yet, indeed, she is my sister. She is the daughter of my father. Okay. Did you hear that? She is my sister. She is the daughter of my father. But not the daughter of my mother. And she became my wife. Go ahead. And it came to pass, when Yahuwah caused me to wander from my father's house, that I said unto her, This is thy kindness which thou showest unto me. At every place whither we shall come, say of me, he is my brother. And Abimelech took sheep and oxen and male servants and women servants and gave them unto Abraham and restored him Sarah his wife. Sarah his wife. So do you see how? Oh, you keep reading. Oh, I'm just gonna say this real silently. You see how back then, not just one people gave reverence to Yahuwah or the Most High. Either y'all wanna? I'm not gonna say God. I'm gonna say Yahuwah or the Most High. They 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 even feared him back then. It wasn't just because. He was a, a, a mighty one of one nation because if you go and read, he says he he's the, the mighty one of everyone. We go ahead. And Abimelech said, Behold, my land is before thee. Dwell where it pleaseth thee. And unto Sarah he said, Behold, I have given my brother a thousand pieces of silver. Behold, he is to thee a covering of the eyes and to all that are with thee and with all other that she was approved. So Abraham prayed unto Yahuwah, and Yahuwah healed Abimelech 
Enoch and his wife and his maid servants, and they bare children. For Yahuwah had fast closed up all the wounds of the house of Moloch because of Sarah Abraham's wife. Wow. Cursed that quick, but he healed them. Did y'all hear that? And that was off. You gotta realize that was all off of something that he sinned and didn't even know he had done it. And yeah. And still cursing that man. That's why I said, um, one one day I did a I did a um I did a message on here and it was speaking about those who are in the walk that basically you claim Yahoo and everything and you only you gotta understand because of what we know you can still make someone else sin and by you making them sin you have cursed them you have defiled them it's not always how, how they say it, it's not always about you sometimes in order to be a righteous man righteous woman you have to have a heart to understand that i can't only defile myself but i can't make others defile themselves now you got a a, a, a city or a kingdom that was defiled because someone did not speak the entire truth out of fear but we already know how that went y'all 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 read that all right verse 21 i'm gonna read this one and i'm gonna slow myself chapter 21 i'm sorry i'm gonna slow myself down because i am rushing i don't know why i'm rushing because i got 28 i got a lot of time oh i'm trying to get out this side too. all right so let's let's get this okay and Yahuwah visited Sarah, as he had said. And Yahuwah, or the Most High, did, did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age, at this set time of which all you had spoken to him. Um, oh, no, that's okay. That's okay. We already reading this. I'll go, go, go back to the book of Joshua. We're good. And Abraham called the name of his son. That was born unto him, whom Sarah bore to him, Isaac, or Yah, we'll get on that another day. And Abraham circumcised his son, Isaac, being eight days old. Remember, Abraham made the covenant with him that all men, whether they was blood-born or whether they were strangers, had to be circumcised in eight, the eighth day. Y'all remember that? Eight years old when Isaac was born unto him, and Sarah said, "Oh, you are, or the mighty? No, I'm saying, oh, you have made me to laugh, so that all that that here will laugh with me." Funny. And she said, "Who we, who would have said unto Abraham that Sarah should have given child suck children suck? For I have borne him a son in his old age." And the child grew and was weaned. And Abraham made a great feast the same day that Isaac was weaned. Because now he's becoming a man. Well, not a man, but now he's, you know. Wherefore she said unto Abraham, cast. Oh, no, I'm sorry. And Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, which she had born unto Abraham, mocking. Wherefore she said unto Abraham, cast out the bondwoman and her son for the son of this bondwoman shall not be here with my son even air. huh air. oh air i'm sorry i don't know why i get that mixed up here with my son even with isaac 
So, you mean to tell me Abraham's firstborn, he had to tell him bye. Nope, you got to go because the son that is born to me, that was promised to me, not because my wife said going to somebody to make me have an heir, not because I didn't trust the Most High to give me something, but a child that is a bastard. No, he was married to her, wasn't he? No. He wasn't married to Hagar? He didn't get married to her? He had to. Well, he had to because he was sin if not, but she was still a handmaid. A yeah. Stranger. Yeah. Either way it goes, so that's what, if you go look up the true definition of a bastard, a bastard is not someone who does not know their father. Don't let, it's an illegitimate son. That's what a bastard is. Verse 11, and the thing where was great, very grievous in Abraham, sought because of his son. And all you will said unto Abraham, let it not be grievous in thy sight because of the, the uh, because of the lad. And because of thy bondwoman, and all that Sarah has said unto thee, hearken unto her voice, for I, for in Isaac shall thy seed be called. And also of the son of the bondwoman will I make a nation, because he is thy seed. Wow, so he was taken care of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and took bread and a and bottle of water and gave it unto Hagar put it on her shoulder and the child and sent her away and she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Baar Shabbat and the water was spent in the bottle and she cast the child under one of the shrubs and she went and sat her down over against him a good way off as it were a ball shot ball shot for she said let me not see the death of the child and she sat over against him and lifted up her voice and wept now you have heard the voice of the lad and the the angel or the messenger of all you will call Hagar out of the Shamayims or the heaven and said unto her what aileth thee Hagar fear not for all you will have heard the voice of the lad where he is, and arise, and I mean, my bad, arise, lift up the lad, and hold him in thy hand, for I will make him a great nation. And all you will open her, her eye, her eyes, and she saw a well of water, and she went and filled the bottle with water, and gave the lad drink. Now you was was with the lad, and he grew and dwelt in the wilderness, and became an archer. And he dwelt in the wilderness of Paran, and his mother took him a wife out of the land of Egypt, or Mistrium. And it came to pass at that time that Abimelech, the Fihahul, the chief captain of his host, spake unto Abraham, saying, Ayuah is with thee in all that thou doest. Now... Therefore swear unto me, her by Alua, that thou wilt not dwell falsely with me, nor with my son, nor with my son's son, but according to the, kin the kindness that I have done unto thee, thou shalt do unto me, and to the land wherein thou hast sojourned. And Abraham said, I will swear. And Abraham reproved re Abimelech. Re 
because of a well of water, which Abu Malak's servants had violently taken away. And Abu Malak said, I walked not who have done these things. Neither didst thou tell me, neither yet heard it of it. But today, and Abraham took sheep and ox and gave them unto Abba Malak, and both of them made a covenant. And Abraham set seven ewe lambs of the flock by themselves. And Abba Malak said unto Abraham, What mean these seven ewe lambs which thou hast set by themselves? And he said, For these seven ewe lambs shalt thou take, off, take of my hand that thou may be a witness unto me that I have digged this well. Therefore that he called that place Barashiba, because there were because there they swore both of them. Thus they made a covenant at Barashiba that then Abu Malak rose up and Fisakhi Kaul, or in this, Fi Kaul, the chief captain of his host, and they returned into the land of the Philistines. And Abraham planted a grove in Barasheba, and called there on the on the name of Yahuwah, the Most High, Al Yua, or Al Ulam, everlasting All. And Abraham sojourned in the Philistines' land many days. Alright, chapter 22. And it came to pass after these things that all you did tip Abraham and said unto him, Abraham. And he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son Isaac, who thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah. Moriah. There it says Moriah. And offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning, and saddled his ass, his donkey, <laughs> and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and clave the wood for the burnt offering, and rose up, and went unto the place of, the, of which Aluah had told him. Then on the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes, and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, Abide here. Abide ye here with the ass, or donkey, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship, and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering, and laid it upon Isaac his son, and he took the fire in his hand, and the knife, and they, and they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham his father, and said, My father, and he said, Here I am, my son. And he said, Behold, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son. Yahuwah will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together. And they came to the place which Yahuwah had told him of. And Abraham built the altar there, and laid the wood in order, and bound Isaac his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand, and took the knife to slay his son. And the, uh, the messenger of Yahuwah called unto him out of the Shamayim, and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. And he said, Lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest Yahuwah, seeing it, 
thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes, and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in the thicket by his thorns. And Abraham went and took the ram, and offered him up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place, Um, it's called, um, it's Yahuwah it's Yara, yeah. huh? Yeah. As in Yahuwah provides. Yeah. And it is said to this day, in the mount of Yahuwah it shall be seen. And the messenger of Yahuwah called unto him, Abraham, out of Shamayim, heaven, the second time, and said, By myself have I sworn, saith, saith Yahuwah, for because thou hast done this thing, and hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in Baruchim, that in Baruchim I will brook thee, and in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of Shamayim, and as the sand which is upon the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be brooked, because thou hast obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned unto his young men, and they rose up and went together to Beersheba, and Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. And it came to pass after these things that it was told Abraham, saying, Behold, uh, Malachah, she hath also borne children unto thy brother Nahor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I got some names. There's 21. Uz, his firstborn. Good and job. Both, huh? Good job. Okay. You want me to say right here, Booz? Yeah. Booz, his brother. And Kama. The father of Aram and Chazad and Azo Azo Hazu and Philadash 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 Dash and ye, ye the pot? Yeah, the lap. I don't know. Because it's a Y-A-S-E-R. So Y-D-L-A-P-H. So. And Bathual. And Bathual begat Rebecca. Real quick. The reason why when we, you hear at the end of this, we say all. Um, this goes to my brother. Um. Yeah, I gotta understand. Anyone who learns Hebrew, remember this: there is no e in the ancient language. For those who uh, are up on on this journey, who call on Elohim and stuff like that, there was no e's, there was no o's, and there was no eight. No, I said h's. Eyes. And no eyes in the ancient Hebrew language. So those names that you're speaking, that's not correct at all. Not to not to blast anyone or say anything, but this is edification. Uh, so when she said Batu all, she's not she didn't say Batu well, it's Batu all. Um, were you at twenty three or twenty? Can you read the last verse? Oh no, I got it, I got it, I got it. Um and Batu all begat Rebecca. These uh these eight Malakal did bear to Naor, Nahor, Abraham's brother, and his concubine whose name was Nahor, Abraham's brother, and his concubine, whose name was Rahumah, Rahumah. Rahumah. She bare also Tabah, Taba and Gaham, and uh, 
Está. Tahash. Tahash? Yeah. And Ma'ak. Aha. So it'd be Ma. Aha. Yeah. Yeah, you can get that. Alright, so that is the Torah portion of Yu Yara. Um, commonly called or in English Vayira Vayira and the half tour portion we're gonna go to um, 2nd Kings verse 4 1 through 37 Ooh. you wanna have that um, I'll read it but this Bible I think I mean it's just Oh, you're not reading on your... No, this is not Bible. I've lost books out. Oh, no. I only use that for... Because uh, I don't feel like keep going and grabbing that big... Uh... Well, it's like glitchy. Uh-uh. Stop. I don't know. Oh, you can start and then I'll, I'll jump right. in in like verse 10, okay? All right. This is half Torah portion starting at first, Second Kings verse 4. I mean, Second Kings chapter 4, and I'm starting at verse 1. Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets of Elisha, so in this is Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear Yahuwah, or the Most High, and they creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bond men. So basically, they come to take their sons to be slaves. And Elisha or Elisha said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Tell me, what hast thou in thy in the house? And she said, Thine handmaid has not anything in the house save a pot of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow the vessels abroad of all the neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon the sons, and shalt pour out into all the vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass, when the vessels were full, that she said unto her sons, Bring me yet a vessel. And, she said, and, and he said unto her, There is not a vessel more. The oil and the oil stayed. Then she came and told the men of Aluia, and he said, "Go sell the oil and pay thy debt, and live thou, thou and thy children of the rest." And it fell on that day that Elisha passed to Shaunam, where was a great woman, and she said, "Constrained." And she said, constrain him to eat bread. And so it was that as oft as he passed by, he turned in there to eat bread. And she said unto her husband, Behold now, I perceive that this is in Kadesh or a holy man of all you, which passes by and con continually, passes by continually. Let us make a little chamber I pray thee on the wall, and let us set for him there a bed, and a, a bed, and a table, and a stool, 
and a candlestick, and it shall be when it can't, when he can't cometh to us, that he shall turn in there. Can I say something? Go ahead. Hey, I'll, I'll start reading at this too. But I don't know if y'all looked into those six thirteen, but how they um, you know, they threatening to take her children as payment for the, the debt since her husband passed. That's against the commandments as well. You know, you are not supposed to demand repayment oh, from those. Oh, yeah. Widows, mm -hmm. poor, uh, orphans, um, fatherless, stuff like that. Y'all got to understand, and I'm glad you brought that up, because that, that, is, that is a sin. Mm -hmm. And it's, the sad part, it's not a sin against the person who do, who's, who's, who's the victim. It does... Put it like it's this. It's literally against the way that we were told and commanded to treat each other. Exactly. Just wanted to point that out. Even now, we, we demand repayment. We kill over repayment. You got to understand, that's, that's, that's simply a, a, a form of evilness. That's a simple form of, people say the root of all evil is money. No, the love of money and the love of, of worldly material is the root of all evil. If you're going to take someone who has nothing... And you have everything and make them, how the scriptures say, more in poverty. Your debt is going to be repaid. You keep doing what you're doing. That's all I can say. Go ahead. All right. So verse 11. And it fell on a day that he came to there and he turned into the chamber and lay there. And he said to Gehazi, Gehazi his servant, called this Shun Shunammite. And when he called her, she stood before him. Where is Shunammite? Shunamite. 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 I said Shunamite. You said what You said And when he called her, and when and when he had called her, she stood before him, and he said unto him, Say now unto her, Behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for thee? What dost thou be spoken for to the king or the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among mine own people. And he said, What then is to be done for her? Gehazi answered, Verily, she hath no child, and her husband is old. And he said, Call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. And he said, About this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son. And she said, Nay, my master, thou own man of Algua, do not lie unto thy handmaid. And the woman conceived and bare a son that season that, um, oh, Elisha? Mm -hmm. Uh, Alyssa had said unto her according to the time of life and when the child was grown it fell on a day that he went out to his father to the reapers and he said unto his father my head my head and he said to a lad carry him to his mother and when he had taken and when he had taken him and brought him to his mother he sat on her knees till noon and then died mm. and she went up and laid him on the bed of the man of Alua and shut the door upon him and went out and she called unto her husband and said send me I pray thee one of the young men and one of the asses and one of the donkeys that I may run to the man of Alua and come again. And he said, Wherefore wilt thou go to him today? It is neither new morn nor, nor uh, Sabbath. And she said, It shall be well. Then she saddled an ass and said to her servant, Drive and go forward. Slash not thy riding for me, except I bid thee. So she went and came unto the man of Alua to Mount Kamal. And it came to pass, when the man of Alua saw her far off, that he said to Gehazi his servant, Behold, yonder is that... Shunammite, run now, I pray thee, to meet her, and say unto her, Is it well with thee? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with thy child? And she answered, It is well. And when she came to the man of Ayua to the hill, she caught him by the feet. But Gehazi came near to thrust her away, and the man of Ayua 
as you have said, let her alone, for her soul is vexed within her. And Yahuwah have hid it from me, and have not told me. Then she said, Did I desire son of my master? Did I not say, Do not deceive me? Then he said to Gehazi, Gird up thy loins, and take my staff in thy hand, and go thy way. If thou meet any man, salute him not, and if any salute thee, answer him not again. And lay my staff upon the face of the child. And the mother of the child said, As Yahuwah liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And he arose and followed her. And Gehazi passed on before them and led the staff upon, laid the staff upon the face of the child, for there was neither voice nor hearing. Wherefore he went again to meet him and told him, saying, The child is not awake. And when Alyssa was come in the house, and behold, the child was dead and laid upon his bed. He went in therefore and shut the door upon, upon them, upon them twain, and prayed unto Yahuwah. And he went up and laid upon the child, and, the, and put his mouth upon his mouth, and his eyes upon his, his eyes, and his hands upon his hands, and stretched himself upon the child, and the flesh of the child waxed more. Then he returned and walked in the house to and fro, and went up and stretched himself upon him, and the child sneezed seven times, and the child opened his eyes. Hmm. And he called Gehazi and said, Call this Shumanite. So he called her, and when she was coming unto him, he said, Take up thy son. Then she went in and fell at his feet and bowed herself to the ground and took up her son and went out. And Alyssa came again to, uh... Wow, we went wait. Oh, no. That's 37. This is just 37. Oh. Okay, then. That's it. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Um... Actually, if you, That's the actually... The is the fact that Yahuwah even... Yahuwah is still the mighty one of all. Mm-hmm. Who believe in him, who put their faith and their trust in him. And this is a... This is a foreign woman. That saw this man and could tell he was a righteous man. Mm-hmm. Could tell he was highly favored of Yahuwah. And took it upon herself to make sure he had a place to live, a place to lay his head, basically his own room and office to come to. So for her her service to a true child of Yahuwah would oh, yeah, right. she was favored in that manner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because you have to, if you heard what she said, if you heard the simple fact of, first thing she said, it was a stranger that basically knew of a righteous being that was of the true creator. And instead of her being as the world is today and said, He's not a pastor. He's not this. He's not that. She said, you know what? He's a righteous man. And because of a righteous man, I'm going to accept him into my house. And when I accept him, I'm going to make sure he is comfortable. Right? But she had the faith, the belief in the father. Period. When her child died, she she, she rushed. But in her rushing, she, she, she her, her spirits was vexed or waxed. But she still had enough trust in the Creator, in the Most High, to say, that's your servant. I'm going to go to him, and I'm, I know because of who you are, my son is okay. So when the people was asking her, are you okay? Is your son good? She said he's good, right? She's a, he's okay because why would you let man, don't put your trust in man. Have the trust, believe in, in the Most High. One of my homeboys last night, he was saying, um, he, 
he tired of listening to uh, all these people saying this and saying that. And as I spoke to him, stop letting man be your truth and let the most high be the truth. Because man is a lie. Even me, with my intentions doing good, I never know. I mean, I, I know, but I'm saying as in, you can still be speaking falsehood because you think that you're right. And until you actually learn everything, you can still speak something wrong. Because we're not perfect. Alright. Luke. And this will end our Torah portion for the day. Luke chapter 17, verse 28. All right. It says, Likewise, also as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built it. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from Shamayim and destroyed them all. So even as they were living their lives, that morning it all ended. 10, 30, I got it. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Stop. Wait. What? So, if if, if y'all don't understand, that's actually two times that I've actually heard that. Because just like it was in the day of, days of Noah, so shall it be in what? The coming of the Son of Man. And then he says it one more time. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. So you mean to tell me what happened with Noah? The earth was destroyed with water, right? Mm -hmm. Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed with fire and brimstone. So do you mean to tell me in these days, when the Son of Man is revealed, everything is going to hit? So this is this is a message to y'all. You're marrying. You're steady playing. You're doing what you want to do. You're smoking weed. You're you're drinking. You're partying. You're clubbing. Ladies, you're out here whoring. You're showing your nakedness to every man because one man hurt you. You're twerking. You're doing all, you're doing all this such and such because you think that the world is going to continue to go on. But it said, just like a thief in the night, so shall it come. Hey, it's gonna, just like a thief in the night. When he comes, that's how quick it's going to be. And all you who say, I got time to get it together, actually you don't. Go ahead. Uh, he which shall be upon the housetop, and he's stuffed in the house, let him not come down and take it away. And he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. Remember Lot's wife. Whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it. Whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. Uh oh. I tell you, in that night there shall be two men in one bed. The one shall be taken, and the other shall be left. Two women shall be girding together. The one shall be taken, and the other left. Two so men shall be in the field. One second. And the other shall be taken, and the other left. And they answered and said unto him, Where, teacher? And he said unto them, Wheresoever the body is, thither will the eagles be gathered together. So, for y'all who don't understand what it means to be taken, he basically saying two men shall be in the bed, one shall die. Two women shall be in the what? Um, shall be girding together. Two women shall be girding together, one shall die. And two men shall be in the field, and one shall die. Mm -hmm. So, if you don't get what this is saying, it's basically telling you that, hey, um... It's kind of like, uh, if you want to reference it to a movie, what movie? Um, Dark Knight Rises. Oh, yeah, I mean, um, Avengers. Um, Endgame, as well as Avengers Inf Infinity War. You gotta understand, Infinity War was what? 
Infinity War was a biblical movie that y'all thought it was just something out there. The masses know these people make these movies because y'all are too ignorant to understand what's really going on. If you paid attention, they was fighting and half of them was gone just like that in a blink of an eye. Blink of an eye. He just snapped and they was gone. People were living their merry little lives. Marrying, drinking, and doing exactly what they wanted to do and oh, somebody was gone. Just doing your life. Not understanding that in a split second, things are gone. Anchor, shalom for being on. Thank y'all. Shalom, shalom, shalom. Hey, Shalom. <clears throat> How y'all doing? Uh, Anchor, this is Mr. Yasharal Yahuda Bryan. Um, and I guess me and the family, we're going to be doing um, another tour portion. Um, we're going to be doing um, which is going to be... Um, Genesis chapter 23 through Genesis chapter 25 verse 18. Uh, and we'll just go from there. So, hope y'all enjoy. Let's go. Genesis chapter 23. Verse 1. <clears throat> and Sarah was 107, 100, 107 and 20 years old. These were the years of the life of Sarah. And Sarah died in... Um, Kirajath um, Araba, the same as basically, she died in the land of Habrun, uh, the land of Canaan. Abraham came to mourn for Sarah and wept for her. Abraham stood up from before his deed and spake unto the sons of Heth, saying, I am a stranger and a sojourner with you. Give me a possession of the burying place with you, that I may bury my dead out of my sight. And the children of Heth answered Abram, saying unto him, Hear us, my sovereign, thou art my master, thou art a mighty prince among us. I got that word again. In the choice of our spectral. Um, huh? Sepulchres, bury thy dead. <clears throat> None of us shall withhold from thee his spokery, but that thou mayest uh, bury thy dead. And Abraham stood up and bowed himself to the people of the land, even the children of Heth, or Hoth, or Oth. And he communed with them, saying, If it be your mind that I should bury my dead out of my sight, Hear me, and entreat me for, for me to affront the son of, of Sor, that he may give me the cave of Machapah, Machapalah, which he hath, which is in the end of his field. At, yeah, for as much money as it is worth, he shall give it to me for a possession of a burying place among you, and. Afrun dwelt among the children of Hoth, and Afrun the Hittite answered Abram in the uh, audience of the children of Hoth, or Heth, 
even of all that went all that went in at the gate of the city, saying, Nay, my sovereign or my master, hear me. The field give I thee, and the cave that is therein I give it thee. In the presence of the sons of my people give I it thee. Bury thy dead. And Abram bowed down himself before the people of the land, and spake unto Hephron in the audience of the people of the land, saying, But if thou wilt give it, I pray thee, hear me, I will give thee money for that field. Take it of me, and I will bury my dead there. And Ephron answered Abram, saying unto him, my, my master, hearken unto me. That land is worth 400 shekels of silver. What is it? What is that betwixt me and thee? Bury therefore thy dead. And Abram hearkened unto Ephron, and Abram weighed to Ephron the silver, which um, he had named in the audience of the sons of Heth, 400 shekels of silver, current money, when the, with the merchants. And the field... And the field of Ephron, which was in Machpelah, which was before Mamre, Mamre, the field uh, and the cave, which was therein, and all the trees that were in the field, that were in the borders, round about, were made sure unto Abram for possession in the presence of the children of Huth, before all that went in at the gate of the city. And after this, Abram buried Sarah, his wife, in the cave of the field of the field of Machpelah before Mamre, the same is Habrun, the land of Canaan, and the field and the cave that is, that is therein were made sure unto Abram for a possession of a burying place by the sons of Heth. Yeah. And Abram was old and well stricken in age. And Yahuwah had blessed Abram in all things. And Abram said unto his eldest servant of his house that ruled over all that he had, Put, I pray thee, thy hand under my thigh, and I will make thee swear by Yahuwah, the Al-Yuah of Shamayim, or heaven, and the Al-Yuah of Eretz, or earth, that thou shalt not take a wife unto my sons, unto my son of the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I dwell. But thou shalt go unto my country, and take my kindred, and take a wife unto my son Isaac. And the servant said unto him, Peradventure, the woman will not be willing to follow me unto this land. Must I needs bring thy son again unto the land from whence thou camest? And Abram said unto him, Beware, thou that thou that thou beware thou that thou bring not my son thither again. Yahuwah al Yuah of Shamayim, which took me from my father's house, and from the land of my kindred, and which spake unto me, and that swear unto me, saying, Unto thy seed will I give this land. He shall send his uh, Malachim or angel before thee, and thou shalt take a wife unto my son from thence. And if the woman will not be willing to follow thee, then thou shalt be clear from this my oath. Only bring not my son thither again. And the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abram his master, and swear to him concerning that matter. And the servant took ten camels of the camels of his master, me, and departed for, for all the goods of his master were in his hand. And he arose and went to Mesopotamia, unto the city of Naor. And he made his camels to kneel down without the city by a well of water at the time of the evening, even the time that women go out to draw water. And he said, O Yahuwah, Al-Yuah of my master, or sovereign, Ivram, 
I pray thee, send me, send me good speed this day, and show kindness unto my master, Solomon Abram. Behold, I stand here by the well of the water, and the daughters of the men of the city come out to draw water. And let it come to pass, the damsel to whom I shall say, Let down thy pitcher, I pray thee, that I may drink. And she shall say, Drink, and I will give thee camels drink also. Let the same be she that thou, that thou hast appointed for thy servant Isaac. And thereby shall I know that thou hast showed kindness unto my master. And it came to pass, before he had done speaking, that, behold, Rebekah came out, who was born to Bethuel, son of Melchah, the wife of Naor, Abram's brother, with her <coughs> picture upon her shoulder. And the damsel was very fair to look upon, a virgin. Neither had any man known her. And she went down to the well and filled her pitcher and came up. She was ten. And the servant ran to meet her and said, Let me, I pray thee, drink a little water of thy pitcher. And she said, Drink, my master. And she hasted and let down her pitcher upon her hand and gave him drink. And when she had done giving him drink, she said, I will draw water for thy camels also until they have done drinking. And she hasted and emptied her pitcher into the trough and ran again into the well to draw water and drew for all his camels. And the man wondering at her held his peace to wit whether Yahuwah had made his journey prosperous or not. And it came to pass, as the camels had done drinking, that the man took a golden earring of half a shekel weight and two braces for her hands of ten shekels weight of gold, and said, Whose daughter art thou? Tell me, I pray thee, is there room in thy father's house for us to lodge in? And she said unto him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Malkah, which shall bear, which she bare unto Nahor. She And she said, moreover unto him, We have both straw and provender enough and room to lodge in. And the man bowed down his head and worshipped Yahuwah. And he said, Baruch be Yahuwah, all you of my master Abram, who have not left destitute my master of his mercy and his truth or compassion and his truth. I being in the way, Yahuwah led me to the house of my master's brethren. And the damsel ran and told them of her mother's house these things. And Rebekah had a brother, and his name was Laban. And Laban ran out into the man unto the well. And it came to pass, when he saw the earring and the bracelet upon his sister's hands, and when he heard the words of Rebekah his sister, saying, Thus spake the man unto me, that he came unto the man, and behold, he stood by the camels at the well. And he said, Come in now, Baruch of Yahuwah, wherefore standest thou without? For I have prepared the house and room for the camels. And the man came into the house, and he ungirded his camels, and gave straw and provender for the camels, and water to wash his feet, and the men's feet that were with him. And there was set meat before him to eat, but he said, I will not eat until I have told mine errand. And he said, Speak on. And he said, I am Abraham's servant, and Yahuwah have baruch my master greatly, and he has become great, and he has given, hath given him flocks and herds and silver and gold, and men servants and maid servants and camels and asses. And Sarah, my master's wife, bare a son to my master's when she was old, and unto him hath he given all that he has. My master made me swear, saying, Thou shalt not take a wife to my son of the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I dwell, but thou shalt go into my father's house and to my kindred and take a wife unto my son. And I said unto my master, Peradventure, the woman will not follow me. And he said unto me, Yahuwah, before, Yahuwah, before whom I walk, will send his angel or Malachian with thee. And prosper thy way, and thou shalt take a wife for my son of my kindred, and of my father's house. 
Then shalt thou be clear from this my oath, when thou comest to my kindred. And if they give not thee one, thou shalt be clear from my oath. And I came to stay under the well and said, O Yahuwah, are you of my master Abraham? If now thou do prosper in my way, which I go, behold, I stand by the well of water, and it shall come to pass that when the virgin cometh forth to draw water, and I say to her, Give me, I pray thee, a little water of thy pitcher to drink. And she say to me, Both drink thou, and I will also draw for thy camels. Let the same be the woman who Yahuwah hath appointed out for my master's son. And before I had done speaking in my heart, behold, Rebekah came forth with her pitcher on her shoulder, and she went down into the well and drew water. And I said unto her, Let me drink, I pray thee. And she made haste and let down her pitcher from her shoulder and said, Drink, and I will give thy camels drink also. So I drank, and she made the camels drink also. And I asked her, and she and said, Whose daughter art thou? And she said, The daughter of Bethuel, Nahor's son, whom Milcah bare unto him. And I put the earring upon her face and the bracelets <coughs> upon her hands. And I bowed down my head and worshipped Yahuwah, and Baruch Yahuwah, all you of my master Abraham, which had led me in the right way to take my master's brother's daughter unto his son. And now, if you will deal kindly and truly with me, with my master, tell me, and if not, tell me, that I may turn to the right hand or to the left. Then Laban and Bethuel answered and said, The thing proceedeth from Yahuwah. We cannot speak unto unto thee bad or good. Behold, Rebekah is before thee. Take her and go, and let her be thy master's son's wife. And Yahuwah hath spoken. And it came to pass that when Abraham's servant heard heard their words, he worshipped Yahuwah, bowing himself to the earth. And the servant brought, and the servant brought forth jewels of silver and jewels of gold and remnant, and gave them to Rebekah. And he gave also to her brother and to her mother precious things. And they did eat and drink, and he, and the men that were with them, and tarried all night. And they rose up in the morning. He said, "Send me away with my mas- unto my master." And her brother and mother said, "Let the damsel abide with us a few days, at the least ten. After that she shall go." They said unto them, Hinder me not, seeing Yahuwah hath prospered my way. Send me away that I may go to my master. And they said, We will call the damsel and inquire at her mouth. And they called Rebekah and said unto her, Wilt thou go with this man? And she said, I will go. And they sent sent away Rebekah, their sister, and her nurse, and Abraham's servant, and his men. And they broke Rebekah and said unto her, Thou art our sister, be thou the mother of thousands of millions, and let thy seed possess the gate of those which hate them. And Rebekah arose and her damsels, and they rode upon the camels, and followed the man, and the servant took Rebekah and went his way. And Isaac came from the way of the well, Lahiru, for he dwelt in the south country. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the eventide, eventide. And he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, the camels were coming. And Rebekah lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she lighted off the camel. For she had said unto the servant, What man is this that walketh in the field to meet us? And the servant he had said, It is my master. Therefore she took a veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all things that he had done. And Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent, and took Rebekah, and she became his wife. And he loved her, and Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Verse, tw- I mean, Genesis 25. Then again, Abram took his wife, and her name was um, <coughs> Keturah. Yeah, Keturah. And she bore him uh, 
to Yah Maran and Yahu Kishan and Madan and Mayadayan and Yashbak and Shaua and Yahu Kashan begot Shaba and Dadan and the sons of Dadan were Ashuri Ashu Ashuram and La Tu Shayam and La U Mayim and the sons of Mayadayan and Afra Fa and Afa and Hanak Hanak and Abayada and Al Da <coughs> All these were the children of Katara. And Abram gave all that he had unto Isaac, but unto the sons of concubines which Abram had, Abram gave gifts and sent them away from Isaac his son, and while he yet lived eastward unto the east country. And these are the days of the years of Abraham's life which he lived, a hundred and three scores and fifteen years. So what's that, a hundred and... Like 160 some, 190, somewhere in there. And Abram gave up the um, the rook and died in the good old age, an old man and full of years, and was gathered to his people. And his sons Isaac and uh, Yashmael or Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah. In the field of Aphron, the son of Zor, the Hittite, which before Mamre. The field which Abram purchased of the sons of Heth, there was Abram buried and Sarah his wife. And it came to pass after the death of Abram that Al Ua, or Al Ua, Baruch his son Isaac, and Isaac dwelt in the land, and dwelt by the well Laahayaraya. Now th these are the generations of Ishmael, Abram's son, whom Hagar the Egyptian Sarai handmaid bar unto Ab Abram. And these are the names of the sons of Ishmael by the names according to their generation. The firstborn Ishmael of Ishmael was um, Nabaiyaut and Kadar <coughs> and Adbaal and and my my. Yabasham and Mayashama and Duma and Masa, King Man oh, nah, Masa and Hadar and Tama and Yau Tu and Napa Nafa Yasha and Kadama. These are all the sons of Ishmael, and these are the names of the, these are their names by their towns and by their um, castles. Twelve princes, according to their nations. Oh snap! And these are the years of the life of Ishmael, a hundred and thirty and seven years. 
and he gave up the root and died and was gathered unto his people. And they dwelt. Huh? I thought it was 25 to verse 18. I apologize. Yeah, one more. <laughs> and they dwelt <clears throat> from Ha'u-Yah-La'ah unto Shur, Sha'ur, that is before Mishraim or Egypt, as they go as towards Assyria, and he died in the presence of all his brethren. All right, for the um, half Torah, we'll be reading First Kings, chapter one, verse one through thirty-one. Now, King David was stricken in years, and they covered him with clothes, but he got no heat. Wherefore his servants said unto him, Let there be salt for, from uh, the, the master of the king of the young virgin, <clears throat> and let her stand before the king, and let her cherish him, and let her lie in thy bosom, that, may my, that my master, the king, may get heat. So they brought far for a fair damsel throughout all the coast, coast of Yasharal or Israel and found uh, Ab Yashog uh, um, and Shun Shaun Na Mayat Mati and <clears throat> brought her to the king. And the damsel was very fair and cherished. And cherished the king, and the and the and and ministered to him, but the king knew her not, and Adu Nayaahu, the son of Hagayat, exalted himself, saying, "I will be the I will be king." And he prepared him chariots and horsemen and fifty men to run before him. And his father had not displeased him at any time in saying, Why hast thou done so? And he also was a, a very um, goodly man. And his mother bore him after um, Absalom. And he conferred with uh, Yahu Abba. The son of Tsaru Yahu, and with Abiathar the priest, and they following Abu Nayahu helped him. But Saduk the priest, and Banayahu the son of Yahu Hau and Nathan the prophet, and Shayamaya the and Raya and the mighty men which belonged to Deud were not with Ab Ada Ad U Ada Yahu and man these names. 
And Ad Unayahu slew sheep and oxen and fat cattle by the stone. And Sa'u Halaak, which is by Anrugaal, and called all his brethren the king's son, and all the men of Yahuda the king's servants. But Nathan the prophet, and Banayahu, and the mighty men of Shalom, Sol, um, Solomon, his brother, he called not. Wherefore Nathan spake unto Bathshabah, the mother of Solomon, saying, Hast thou not heard that Ab Ad Unayahu, the son of Haggaiut, doeth reign, and David our master knoweth it not? Now therefore come, let me. I pray thee, give thee counsel that thou mayest save thine own life and the life of the son of Solomon. Go and get thee in unto King David and say unto him, Doest thou not, doest not thou, master, O king, swear unto the handmaid, saying, Assuredly, Solomon thy son shall reign after me. He shall sit upon my throne. Why then doest um, I do Nayahu reign. Behold, while thou yet talkest there with the king, I also will come in after thee and confirm thy words. And Bath Shabbat went in unto the king into the chamber, <clears throat> and the king was very old, and Abashag and the Shaunah might ministered unto the king, and Bath Shabbat bowed and did his absence unto the king. And the king said, What wouldest thou? And she said unto him, My master, thou swearest by Yahuwah all you unto the handmaid, saying, Assured Solomon, thy son shall reign over me, and he shall sit upon the throne. And now behold, Ad Unayahu reigneth, and now my master the king, thou knowest it not. And he has slain oxen and fat cattle and sheep in uh, abundance, and hath called all the sons of the king, and Ab Yahathar, the priest of, and Yahu Ab, and the captain of the host. But Solomon, the servant, hath not called. And thou, and though, my master, O king, thy eyes of the eyes of all Yashrael upon thee, that thou shouldest tell them who shall sit on the throne of my master and the king after him. Otherwise it shall come to pass when my master the king shall sleep with his fathers that I I and my son Solomon shall be content, counted off uh, offend, offenders. And lo, while she uh, talked with the king, Nathan the prophet came in, and they told the king, saying, Behold, Nathan the prophet, and when he uh, was come in before the king, he bowed himself before the king with his face to the ground. And Nathan said, My master, O king, hast thou said, I've just shot, Unayahu shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon the, my throne. For he is going down this day, and has slain oxen and fat cattle and sheep in, in abundance, and hath called the kings, all the king's sons, and the captains of the hosts, and Ab, uh, Abya Athar and the priests, and behold, they eat and drink before him, and say, All oh, you will save king 
Ad Unayahu, but me, even me, the servant, Tadak, the priest, and Banayahu, the son of Yahahuyada, and thy servant Solomon, hath not called. Is this thing done by my master the king, and thou hast not showed it unto the servant? Who should, who should sit on the throne of my master the king after him? Then David answered and said, Call me Bath Shabbat. And she, and she came unto the king's presence and stood before the king. And the king swore and said, As Yahuwah liveth, that hath redeemed my soul out of all the distress, even as I swear unto thee, by Yahuwah, all you of Yasharal, saying, Assuredly, Solomon, thy son, shall reign after me, and he shall sit upon my throne in my stead, and even so I will certainly do this this day. 31, this to end, y'all. Then about the Shabbat bowed with her face to the earth and did reverence to the king and said, Let my master, King David, live forever. All right, and for the gospel... Um, the gospel will be John chapter 4, verse 3-14. And it reads, He left, says Judea or Yehudea, and deported again into Galilee. Hold on, what did I say? John, John chapter 4, verse 3-12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 13. Okay. But he left Judea and deported again into Galilee, and he must needs go through Samaria. Then cometh he to a city of Samaria, which is called Zachar, near to the parcel of the ground that Jacob gave to his son Yosef, Joseph. Now Jacob's well was there. Yahusha, therefore, being wearied with his journey, sat thus on the well, and it was about the sixth hour. There cometh a woman of Samaria to draw water. Yahusha saith unto her, Give me to drink. For his, <coughs> disciples were, for his disciples were gone away unto the city to buy meat. Then saith the woman of Samaria unto him, How is it thou, being a Jew, or Yasharal, askest drink of me? It's actually Yahudi. Or Yahudi? Yahudi. So, how be it thou being a Yahudi? Uh-huh. <coughs> Asketh drink of me. Which am a woman of Samaria, for the Yahudi have no dwellings with the Samaritans. Yahusha answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of al or um, the mighty Yahuwah, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldst have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. The woman saith unto him, Sir, that has nothing to draw with, thou hast nothing to draw with. And the well is deep. From whence then hast thou this living water? Art thou greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well, and drank thereof himself, and his children, and his cattle? Yahushua answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing unto, up into everlasting life. All right. So... <clears throat> that is Torah portion, um, man, my bad, that is Torah portion, um, 
Ka'aya Aya Sarah Um We hope that everybody um, um, Enjoyed that um, If you have questions um, You can ask questions um, On my Facebook And my Facebook is Yasharal Yahuda Brian Or Yasharal Brian If you have questions about anything We just read Um you can you can you can definitely contact me there uh, by message or even comment. Um, thank y'all. Shalom. Shalom. How y'all doing? All esteem, all praise, all all you Yahoo to Yahoo, Barakatah Yahoo, Barakatah Yahusha. Shalom. Yasharal, Yahoo. See, we living in a world, everything, everybody just really don't understand. So we got to get it together. Singing songs. <laughs> Not understanding that that song that you singing, it's just like something that the rest of the world is singing. Only difference is you add a Yahuwah name off in it. But see, Yahuwah knows your heart. We don't understand that. When we wake up in the morning, our destiny that day has already been predestined. It's just up to us because we do have a free will to make the right or the wrong choice. Choose life this day because if you choose life, you and your seed shall live. But remember this, the minute you choose death, that's nothing but you accepting the world. But understand that who will choose to be a friend of the world, you're an enemy of Yahoo's. And we got to understand that if you're an enemy of Yahoo's, then you know the one that created heavens and the earth is against you. See? Live off in the world, everybody we get. Transgression is wrong, and they really ain't tripping. But see, Yahoo, uh, uh. See, trust and believe in Yahoo. Put your heart in Yahoo. Tell him that you love him. See, Yahoo. Yahusha is Yahuwah. Yahuwah is Yahusha. Yahusha Hamashiach just means Yahuwah is salvation. Yahuwah will save. Yahuwah is the mighty hand. He is the living water. <laughs> Yahuwah is the one that keeps us alive. He keeps us going. We don't understand what's going on. We go through pain. Don't curse him. <laughs> you got to stand when stuff start happening. Baruch because he's letting it happen because Yahuwah knows who's strong and who can handle it and who can't. When you feeling that pain, don't think about why you're doing it. Say, Yahuwah, I know you got something for me, something better for me. When that demon possess you and that demon is going after you, that's because you're strong. Yahuwah know it, so Yahuwah allowed it to happen. Yahuwah just want to see what you go through. You say you claim and you love Yahuwah, time to stand up and be bold like a lion. <laughs> Yahuwah is strong. Yahuwah is love, he's compassionate, he always keeps For those who stand up and be bold like lions and come to the throne, just know that you got a reward waiting for you. Steadfast, keep your feet planted in the rock that is Yahusha Hamashiach. Yahshua, stand up, stop reading, stop listening to these camps and these people that don't understand what's going on. These pastors, they lead in the sheep astray. Jeremiah 23 and 22, go read it. Everybody, trust in Yahuwah. Yahuwah shall have Yahuwah shall lead you out of captivity. He shall lead you into shalom and salvation. Shalom, Yahuwah, Yahusha.
love y'all.